0: Hello everyone. You know, Halloween, also known as Samhain, is a strange, spooky holiday. Where else can you find children running around pretending to be devils, ghosts, superheroes, while threatening to play a trick on you if they're not given the good treats? It's almost as if they revel in the things that are completely inappropriate for younger viewers, like this year's Halloween special. So much blood and horror and spookiness. But that damn bad language, it's the worst. Now, granted, some people's kids may enjoy it. But since I've completely thrown my hands in the air over this year's episode, you may want to make sure your kiddos are all tucked in sleeping. This way, we don't get all those nasty, evil emails and subtweets regarding the episode tomorrow. Thanks for bleeding for us. Please stay (laughs) entombed.
1: Yeah, I think I've been out here since maybe like... 4 o'clock. What's going on? 7 p.m. Right now, I'm not really too happy. I not too many stories. Wait a minute.
0: Is that who I think it is?
1: Penrose? That's Penrose Eames. Excuse me, excuse me, sir, sir. This is Sir Lee, reporting for Channel 13 WPVA. Penrose, we've heard the candy corn slander from CC and MBD. Do you care to add any comment to that?
2: Hey, man, hey, I mean, first off, thanks for even even wanting to talk about it. But hey, man, I mean... What if that was my wife? <laughs> don't, don't. You gotta respect the, the, the space, okay? Of course, of course. I understand, I understand. So, uh, you know what? I'm glad that somebody actually cares. There's been a lot of slander going on. Um, I've, I've I've been taking it all in and trying to, to deal with it. Not from a standpoint, because don't get me wrong. CCC MBD could not exist if it wasn't for the Triple C's. Candy Corn Coalition. We stand up strong and we do things right for the community. You can't be upset. With a with a, a treat that brings joy, it's sugar. You mad at sugar? Listen, I I'm, I'm already getting a little too hot. Let me let me just say, uh, I have heard the slander. Um, over in the CCC, we are moving towards greater days, greater times. Uh, we at one point almost entertained these guys, but mm-hmm. again, you can't have a CCC MBD without the CCC. And at the end of the day. We're not trying to destroy anything. We understand if you don't like candy corn. That's fine. But why be here? Now, while I do
1: understand your point, they do happen to have trashy corn and actual candy corn as their
2: mascot. Do you not feel betrayed by this whatsoever? You know what? If I didn't, uh, and first off, let, hey, for everybody, let's let's just call people what they want to be called. His name is Kevin, all right? <laughs> if I didn't know Kevin's story, I might feel betrayed. But you know what? This is what the CCC NBD does. This is what they do. They you got the leader Tam, they, this superstar guy Delvin. You got a fucking Viking on your team. It's like the United Nation of haters. All right, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Let me calm down. Let me go. Kevin Kevin was going through a lot. You know what I mean? Kevin's he real candy corn. You know, used to hang out when we golf together. You know what I mean? Our kids play together. Really right. great guy. Uh, unfortunately, him and his wife went through some things, and he went down a bad road. He was he was recovering alcohol. He got back on the sauce, and their leader Tam, she sunk her, her she she shut her teeth into him. And... That that's not Kevin. All right. I understand. You need oh. To
1: take a minute.
2: I'm so, I'm so sorry. Listen, these guys are out here feeding people motherfucking chocolate syrup shakes and shit, and getting them all fucked up back on the sauce. Right, right. Kevin was a good guy. All right. I don't don't like to see him over there. It hurts my feelings, but at at the same time, he's a grown man. Kevin, the CCC wants you home, bro. You can come home whenever you like, but at the same time, man, like, that's manipulation. You know, I can go on for days, but these people, again, United Nation of Haters.
1: Hopefully you heard that at home, Kevin. The Triple C wants you back home. Now, by the way, thank you for your time. I, I know this was a bit unexpected. I just happened to see you, you know, walking across the street. Figured I'd stop you. And now, Sir Penrose, do you happen to have
2: any last words for our viewers at home? I just want you to understand. Just like the regular world we live in, man, everything's a lot of clickbait. CCC didn't have to go make memes and, 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 and be loud to get people on our team. People think that I'm alone. I'm not alone, man. Everybody is, is at home, and uh, you can't properly participate in a war. Unless you're girded up for war. What happens when you run out into a race and exhaust everything in the first 20 seconds? You're going to be dusted. How many days have you been in this month? Well, on the 27th day? Correct. Four, four days left in a month. Watch me pull the rabbit out of my ass. My name's is ben Rosie. You guys are cool with that. Take it to the motherfucking bank and cash it. We're out. Thank
1: you, Penrose. This has been Sir Lee with, once again, Channel 13, WPVA. I will catch everybody next time.
3: Okay, hey, Goma, you got this. It's okay. Excuse me, where's the restroom?
4: It's right around the corner.
3: Thank you. Well, I can't believe it. I asked out a guy I just met two days ago. I usually never do that, but I've been so lonely and I met him at a used bookstore, and he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, you know, I usually hook up with the wrong guy, so I've been keeping to myself and staying busy with my work as a doctor, but this guy, he took something over in me. I mean, yeah, he seemed really shy, but something about him compelled me to ask him out. He declined at first, but I insisted because no one says no to me, and I just, ugh, you know, it's just all this crazy stuff with vampires You know, I just don't think it's a good time to date, but here I am on the date. And yes, he did agree on a lunch date, and that's where we are at the restaurant on our lunch date. But we've been really hitting it off and we've been here for hours, then now this lunch date is turning into a dinner date. It's just going so great. Okay, we both lost track of time and we've been here for hours, but here we are on our dinner date. (sighs) Okay, time to head back. So, how about dessert?
5: Uh, you know, it's uh, getting a little late. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I really I... should be heading home.
3: Are you okay? You're sweating, like, <sighs> a lot, a lot.
5: Oh, yeah, I mean, you, you'd you make any guy nervous, you know?
3: Uh, um, okay, yeah, you gotta use the deodorant. I cannot with all the <sighs> sweat. But I, are you okay? Um. Do you need, like... I don't know to use the bathroom. Or something.
5: <clears throat> uh, yeah, no. I'll just use a bush outside. I mean, no, I'm fine. I'm. But I'm are fine. you a wild animal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh yeah. Funny you should say that. Listen, listen. If we're gonna take this into the next step, I you you should know something about me.
3: Okay, what is it?
5: Well, you know how I said I liked long walks. Yes. And. You know how, well, you said you liked men on the hairier side?
3: Oh, yes, I do. I love that chest
5: hair. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, let's just say I have a tendency to lick myself inappropriately.
3: Okay, TMI, like, for real, I do not need to hear this right now. What is wrong?
5: Well, what I'm, I'm trying to say and I'm trying to come out to you is... I'm. Yes? I,
3: what I, is it? I, uh, oh, okay, um, yeah. Uh, d- uh d- wait, wait, we can't run. We have to get your jacket. Hey, uh, fuck the jacket it won't fit! <laughs> How dare you? It's an Armani Yay. jacket, okay? I know a good jacket when I see one, and we can't just fuck Whoa. that jacket. Wait a minute. There's been lots of monsters lately, and you seem like you're a, a werewolf. Oh, werewolf! werewolf.
6: <laughs> no, of
7: course, I go on a
3: date for the first time in months, and it's a freaking werewolf. This is not happening. <gasps> but you know what? I still love you because I do really love Harry, man. And you have got quite the beautiful luscious hair on you. <laughs>
5: you like my tail?
3: Yes, oh yes, I want to get some of this tail, you know it!
5: Your Tinder <laughs> profile did say must love dogs. Yes, yeah.
3: yes, of course. But this might be a bit too much, you know, you're like a werewolf and not like a little poodle.
5: But I, I guess I can work around it. Well, why don't we go back to my home and I'll show you real doggy style.
3: Oh, like, I think you might be barking off the wrong tree. You know what? <laughs> Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But it's like, I love you, but at the same time, it's like, I do not want to do this Jacob from Twilight shit right now, okay? Again. No! Help, help! I'm both really scared and also really
7: excited at the same time because, wow, this werewolf is smoking hot. Oh, wow. This
2: is a classy joint.
7: That's it! That- oh, oh, that's a lot of- Ooh, no, that's you. Get him,
6: go, get him. No, no, get, him. No, get him. wait, get him. please, don't hurt him! No, I mean, what the hell? What the Don't, ra- ra- don't ra-
8: say ra- ra- that's
3: ra- ra- a werewolf! It's a <laughs> werewolf! <laughs> I know, but I love him, okay? You know what, Jacob is like totally hot. He's like my celebrity crush forever, so yes. This is my dream come true,
2: girl. All right, cap him or give him a room.
3: Shoot him, shoot, yep. Pew,
6: pew, pew, pew.
3: No, you hurt my hot werewolf boyfriend. I'll get you. Do you know how long it's been since I've had a date?
7: Wait, lady. There is Tinder. Look, you are fine as hell. All you gotta do is swipe left and right. What is yeah, but
3: they won't have this magnificent tail. What? Are, you, are you what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Is this like silver? Is it like lethal to him? Like it's not vampires? Lethal. that you just kill him?
4: It's not lethal. <laughs> I shot him in the foot to help slow down the transformation.
7: Okay, okay, okay. I'm. A, wow. You, here, take a tissue. You gotta take a tissue. You gotta. Book Is he going to live? We haven't done doggy style yet. Whoa, whoa! I'm well, no, so whoa, looking whoa, forward to that. Uh-uh, no, I don't want to know nothing about this. Like, like you, you really trying to tap that? Like you. What, a, what, a, oh, I what if I finally meet a nice money. guy? What a, what a, I mean, yeah,
5: he's a werewolf, but
3: still. Yeah, tick.
5: I may be a monster, but I still know how to love. Oh, yes. oh, now that's sweet.
3: Love is the most powerful thing, like ever. Haven't you seen any Disney show movie ever? Like, come it on. I'm oh, it's a fairy tale right There's here. Okay.
7: Wow. Um, did he hurt anybody? Did he hurt you. No, I've never felt so alive. It's okay.
5: She likes it rough oh
7: yeah nope <laughs> oh, nope no, alright you know what nope okay that y'all two can have each other that is listen but if he eats you later
3: or you get ticks, lights whatever he got that's
7: you that's all on Mm-mm.
3: totally worth it okay just please mm. stop shooting him next time oh. we have a really good date okay no uh, no nope, nope, I, right I
7: don't want nothing more about you I don't want nothing more about you sneezy, beastie out nope we out, we out. Uh, by the way uh, you're gonna get a Venmo request from me and baby you get that's it's gonna be double what I'm What? Know. A Venmo? for you shooting my hot werewolf boyfriend? Are you yeah. freaking kidding no, me? No, I'm pretty serious, in fact, okay? Let's, let's oh, another I lady, cannot eat with you, lady. Listen, you're welcome. You're welcome, bye! <laughs> for what? Are you shooting my
3: boyfriend and then charging me a shit ton of money? Come on, let's go! Let's go, we got another one. Let's just go. Uh,
5: finally, I think we're alone now. <laughs> Come on, babe. Back to my place.
3: Oh yeah, her. wolf boy, let's do
5: it oh. welcome to the
9: halloween edition of the delvin cox experience i am one of your hosts well i'm the only host i'm I talking about delvin cox <laughs> are there are there others do you <laughs> see others I, I i would hope not maybe 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 i do see dead people it is it is the time of the season
10: <laughs> it's that kind of show okay <laughs> with me on the pod let them know who you are brother Hi, I'm Adam Kornman. I'm a former Army officer, a writer, a producer, and an excellent sandwich maker. The last part is the
9: most important of all of that. Good <laughs> sandwich. That is important. If you don't have a good sandwich, you don't have nothing. Exactly. I agree. So, to continue this podcast, as always, it's Delver Cox's tradition. We start off with the five for five, five questions, five asks to get the ball rolling. But this time, it's Halloween-centric. So, Adam, are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. Candy corn, yay or nay?
10: 100%. I got a bag of it in my house right now, and I was this close to buying the five-pound bag. God damn it, you're a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I just, look, I like sugar, and all a candy corn is is just sugar. There's yes. nothing else going on. It's like rot your teeth, you, you Dumb kid. And I'm like, yes, that's what I that
9: is literally what it is. It's just like, hey, we're just gonna put sugar and color it up, and that's it. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. No,
10: I will say, I I'm Halloween candy corn, all in the autumn-fall mix that they do around Thanksgiving. Like right now, it's no, 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 no. I don't want any of that weird flavored stuff. It's sort of like they make amazing Tootsie rolls, but then they have all these weird flavors of Tootsie Rolls. Like, no, you got it right the first time. Quit while you're ahead.
9: I agree. I, I I do agree. So cool. moving on with that question number 2. What's your favorite
10: Halloween centric candy? Ooh. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um the Reese's peanut butter cups in the pumpkin shape. I think that is that's the answer. It's it's just so good and somehow like you know Reese's peanut butter cup they nailed the ratio. It's perfect and yet somehow on Halloween they go What if we did it even better? I I agree. Let me
9: ask you this question, uh, another side question with that. Have you tried the Reese's cups with potato chips in the middle?
10: Whoa, no, I have not tried that. I need to try that. Where can I find nine of them right now?
9: I may need to send you some. They're Mm. really good.
10: They're Mm. really good out there. You got the salt of the chip. Mm, That just sounds perfect. That sounds like something you would get at a county fair that would be. A real bad mistake on the way home. <laughs> I, I I find them at Family Dollar, and they are very good. Okay, they are I've had very, the ones very good. where it's like it's it's the size of a, a small child, and it's got Reese's pieces in the center. Oh, which that's found, good too. That's a lot of great happening all at once.
9: Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Question number three. Give me your top three
10: favorite scary movies.
11: Ooh.
10: Mm. All right. It. Hmm. My favorite scary movie of all time is John Carpenter's The Thing. That's a great it, movie. I could watch that literally every single day, and I would never get tired of it. I think it is practical effects, amazing storytelling, an unbelievable cast, and it and John Carpenter at the top of his game, hands down. Uh I'm gonna go with Alien for number okay. two. And mm, I mean, I'm torn because there is a movie that scared me recently, but I also grew up watching Nightmare on Elm Street, and that series just—I hold it very near and dear to my heart. Now, if we expand outside of scary Halloween movies, then it'd be Army of Darkness because Army of darkness get fantastic. me some Ash versus Then Evil Dead. Have Have you ever watched the TV show? Yes. Oh, I, so it good. was one of my life goals was to play a Deadite on it, and it was canceled before I could, and I was heartbroken.
9: Yeah, that's uh I love that show when I found out it was kidding, I was like, come on. Oh, good. Mm. I I bought stars because of that show. And Lord yeah. knows I didn't want to watch nothing on stars. I had no interest in watching anything on stars,
10: but I'm like ah, I guess I have to have stars now. And you you just see like that that Sam Raimi S quality that's brought to it. It's mm, it's just so good. It's really good. If you haven't watched that show, just go buy it all. Buy it twice, give it to your friend too. Yes. I agree. It is excellent. It is so good.
9: Question number four. What was the worst Halloween costume you wore as a kid? Ooh.
10: All right. Okay. 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 Hmm. Mm. There was one time that I played a dead soldier, and it was, Whoa. I had just seen some some movie that my I was probably way too young to have watched had just this dead soldier in it and I'm like that's what I'm gonna be for Halloween and it wasn't too grotesque but I did put a lot of blood and stuff all over my face and people were really not okay with it and uh looking back that was just it led to a much less fun night than I wanted also way too much makeup and I broke out like crazy
9: how old were you this time
10: Uh, seven. Yeah, that, that, that it was way that. too young to see the movie, it was real bad. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah real... I was watching like uh Friday the 13th and uh and Chucky and all of that stuff when I was six and seven. So I was too, it's probably why I am the way I am.
9: That makes sense. I, yeah, I, I was the same way. I remember being that age, my uncle had a big like um draw full of cassette tapes, not cassette, tapes, uh, <clears throat> um, VHS tapes. Some of them I definitely shouldn't have been watching. It was those those type of tapes. <laughs> but then some of them were like, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the Thirteenth, like a whole bunch of them, Nightmare on Elm Street. And I just I didn't I didn't know I was like seven eight. I didn't know what the hell scary movies were, so I was just watching like those regular movies. And I'm like, this is wild. And ever since then, I was kind of just been a fan.
10: There was a there was a movie that. My brother, like, kind of snuck out from one of his friends. I think it was called Demon Night, and I've it was that. definitely not for kids. It yeah. was way too old for me. But oh, I just, I just remember that movie so fondly. Weirdly, because we watched it in a double feature with Ernest Scared Stupid, and so I just associate <laughs> the two as part of my childhood and how I was raised. Demon Night. That was, was it Tales from the Crypt? Think yeah, I think it was Tales from the Crypt. Demon yeah. Night. Well, there there was there was two. So there was Tales from the Crypt: Demon Night, and then there was this other one that was just this weird, disturbing kids in a cabin movie. And they summon a demon, and somebody puts lipstick into their boob. It's a whole weird movie. Wow, that's that's the thing.
9: I remember. <laughs> I, I'm quite sure people here that they're like, we know that movie. Have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? That sounds real familiar. I probably have it's an interesting horror film to say the least
11: mm-hmm.
9: i don't want to tell you the plot of it if you get a chance to watch it watch it what is is it? somebody's killing kids in a camp mm-hmm. and the way you do yeah the Come way on. the Ooh, among ending them. happened you're like what the hell has just happened i remember seeing it as a kid and it, it traumatized me in a way that i could not understand like whoa I shouldn't be safe. but mm-hmm. yeah, Sleepaway Camp is the one. I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't seen it,
10: watch it because it's fascinating. I remember when I was a kid, my mom always talked about this horror movie that she saw when she was growing up that she said was the scariest movie she had ever seen. And at this point in my life, I'd, I'd watched all of the scary movies. I'd seen the campy ones, the really you know glorious ones. I'd seen John Carpenter's. The thing at this point, point. and finally she found it and she brought it home and we all sat down to watch it, and it was um. Don't Look Now, starring Donald Sutherland. It is not scary. At least it wasn't after having seen, you know, Freddy Krueger slash people up for yes. seven, eight movies. But it is a weirdly graphic and adult movie. And I'm like, mom, what what, well, what exactly were you hoping to have happen when I watched this? <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it is, it is a bizarre exploration of grief. But not in the way like the Babadook does it. More in a 1970s, let's make this a little bit artsy, and then okay. a weird twist at the end. If you haven't seen it, I do kind of recommend it because Donald Sutherland's knocking it out of the park, but yeah, it's not scary. <laughs>
9: okay. I gotta check that out one. I gotta write that one down. All right. Question number five. Give me your top three horror villains.
10: Oh dang. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, okay. Um Freddy Krueger, just right off the bat, I think he combines the horror element, really the first three movies. He is yes. delivering some honest to goodness scares. And he also brought in comedy. And it was this crazy twist where you, that, that's where I really learned that horror and comedy have this go well together, enjoying, you know, mentality. It's really a lot of the same techniques for getting someone to laugh to get them to freak out. Uh, and I thought that was uh, just, I loved those series growing up. That was super fun for me. Um, I mean, I could just go old school all the way, but I do want to try and stretch a little
9: bit. Freddy Krueger, um, that's a
10: good one. I would say uh, Pinhead from Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Yeah. I haven't seen the new one yet. I'm going to watch it this really good. coming weekend. I've heard really good things. I heard a lot of people are going into it expecting something that the original wasn't either. But you, if you ever read Clive Barker, He's just—he's got a little bit of the Lovecraft in him. It's all about that little twist of the macabre of the unknown, uh, which is super hard to do in film. And I, I just remember those films haunted me when I was growing up. So yeah, so Freddy Krueger, Pinhead—I mean, I—I I, I could go with the Xenomorph because that thing scared the bejesus out of me growing up. But I wanna—I wanna stretch a little bit. I wanna go a little further. You know what I think about the Xenomorph?
9: Mm. I love the Xenomorph, and I agree with you, it is really scary. But as they made more movies, yeah, they made them more expendable, exactly. It was like, okay, this
10: is yeah. Uh, Uh, so I guess, I guess, my third would be uh, uh, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, that's a good one. I think Jason's OG, like it's Jason also comes from, uh, you know, if you watch older horror films, that. Monster that you know that that, that uh, uh, not not uh, not Bella the ghosty type, but the just the the tall, unspeaking uh, 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 sentinel that stalks towards you slowly that is old school horror. And it was so amazing how they brought it into a modern life. in the same way that Michael Myers, same kind of a concept where it's just this creature that comes in. But with Jason, uh, especially you know, from Friday from the 13th 2 and on, you just had this. Weird mythos and weird supernatural stuff that was going on with it, and ah, oh, again, movies that just stick with you forever. I would also, as as an honorable mention, I would say Pumpkinhead. Yeah, that's a good Pumpkinhead. One. Yes, I did that one. I saw on Sci Fi Channel just late one night when I should have been in bed, and I remember like staying up at night going, Ah, Pumpkinhead's
9: be <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I. I remember watching that like, this is weird.
10: Mm -hmm. Interesting. And he looks really creepy. Yes. Oh, Uh, I think that was Stan Winston doing the monster design. Ah. I mean, the Stan Winston shop was crushing it everywhere they went for 30 years. Just amazing work. Ever, if there was ever a, a monster that you saw in an old movie and you were like, that looked incredible, it was probably Stan Winston's group or sometimes Jim Henson.
9: Yeah, that I do
10: know that,
9: which is interesting because mm-hmm. you wouldn't think Jim Henson, even though Jim Henson does amazing stuff, you wouldn't think he'd be doing
10: that type of stuff. Well, I mean, you re watch Labyrinth and you can kind of see it like, there's Ooh. darkness in that guy. Oh, yeah,
9: <laughs> Labyrinth. Um, what's another one I can think of that Jim Henson made like that? It was a recent one that came out. They remade
10: on Netflix. Ooh, oh, uh, Dark Crystal. Yes, Dark Crystal. Yes. One. I love the reboot. I, or, uh, I guess it was kind of a sequel. And yes. uh, the effects were amazing. I know some of the writers that worked on it. They're, uh, everyone was so passionate about it. It was a shame that fewer people didn't see it. But Netflix, is they got to advertise better. They got to yeah. stop hoping for word of mouth. Like, a commercial or two is not going to kill you. It was really good. I was surprised how good it was yeah I, I thought it was excellent I watched all of it like this
9: is really good this is mm-hmm. it was seeing like this is heartbreaking watching this happen. like this is and the practical effects in it were just amazing like this looks like something we shouldn't be like watching at this level this is cool yes
12: absolutely
9: so let me ask you Adam you, you mentioned me earlier you have some stories to tell a paranormal interesting spooky things that you've experienced Mm -hmm. so let's hear one
10: all right so the story i'm gonna lead with I, i will preface by saying this isn't a scary story but it is a little spooky okay and it's very supernatural so uh it starts like many good horror stories do with uh the passing of a loved one my uh when i was uh 12 13 years old my grandfather passed on my mother's side and he had always been this crotchety old figure. He was—he loved my my mom to death. He loved my grandmother to death. But he was always just mm, like that very old school silent generation mentality. Every time I'd come home from school, he would be doing dishes and just mm-hmm, our school, <laughs> just amazing. Loved the guy to death. And uh, when he passed, it was very sad, but it was also. It was a very strange. It was at home in hospice. And he was uh, uh, we, we had this the nurse there who was like, it's probably going to be happening any moment now. And he slows his breathing down. And, and everyone's gathered around him, all his family, all the all the you know friends around him, just there with him in that moment. And I remember there a, a, kind of a fun little prelude. He he just slowed his breathing down and everyone's like, oh, it happened. And then he started breathing again. And my uncle goes, all right, I can't take any of this. Dad, do you want some whiskey? And my grandpa pops his eyes open and goes, yeah, I'll take a little bit. But but that's not the spooky part. So after he had passed, we went to New York for the funeral. And uh, after the funeral, we go to my cousin's for not quite a wake, really just some nosh. And uh, you know, like everyone gather your strength and then we'll go to the actual reception that's gonna be happening. And we're in this tiny cramped New York apartment. AKA all New York apartments. And I'm sitting on this couch that has to be 80 years old. It is, it is an ancient couch with, it's been reupholstered so many times that I'm, I'm four feet off where I was supposed to be, <laughs> based on the fabric. And as I'm sitting there, my my grandma's, you know, she's, she's kind of coming down from the emotions of the event and somebody starts telling a story and they point to that couch and they go, do you remember what happened on that couch? Well, 50 years earlier, after my grandmother and grandfather got married, they went to stay at that apartment just while they were getting on their feet. They really didn't have any money. And my grandmother had her mother's diamond ring. And it was this beautiful, simple uh, golden band with seven diamonds on it. And it was a precious family heirloom that had been passed down from her mother and her mother and her mother. And my grandmother went to sleep on the couch and woke up and the ring was gone. And so my grandfather, he's like, old school, first generation American. I am not about to let a diamond ring go missing. We might need that to sell. So he's tearing this couch apart. He's tearing the apartment apart. And for 50 years, every time they're in that apartment, they're searching. 50 years, every time. And he never lets it go. 50 years, he still goes, can't believe you lost that ring. I can't believe you lost that ring. Well, today of his funeral we're on that couch i hear this story i look at my sister next to me and i go i just reach into the couch cushion reach a little deeper and i pull out the ring
9: what the hell
10: and it was as if my grandfather had been like i waited 50 damn years i'm getting that ring back (laughs) and the room went wild everyone's going ah, how, how they've literally torn that couch apart a hundred times. It's been reupholstered. And yet I went, Oh, is that it? And wow. now the ring's back in the family. That is so cool. That is and wild. That was just a weird, just, it felt like Poppy was there being like, I got one thing I got to do before I'm getting out of here. I got this and then I got to go spit on Yankee Stadium and then I'm out of here. <laughs> he was a lifelong Yankees fan because he'd, he'd grown up in New York. Uh, when they moved to Texas to be with my mom, he decided I'm going to support the local team, the Rangers. Rangers weren't doing so great. So every time I'd come home and he'd be watching the Rangers on TV at like 90 volume because he wasn't hearing well, uh, I'd be like, hey, Bay hey, Poppy, how are the Rangers doing? He'd go, mm, they stink and then you just (laughs) sit and watch another three hours of them playing
9: yeah that's how it usually goes
10: yeah anytime we watch sports and
9: our team's not good we just enjoy torture yeah (laughs) man that's that's wild and so so what happened to
10: the ring so the ring is now with my sister it's being passed down to her and she's eventually going to pass it down to her daughter
9: so it's just going
10: to stay in the family
9: that is so wild and weird that all this time, that ring. It so let, let me ask this: What do you think? What do you think is the explanation of what
10: happened? So, because look, clearly, the ring wasn't there. I, I, I like to see that there's more to the world than we can fully comprehend. I think that I don't think Poppy was going to leave this mortal plane with that task undone I don't know you know the 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 spookiness of it or if he just winked it into existence put it in my hand but I know that I did not try hard to find that ring and I know that everybody else did so the fact that I reached down there and I, I think it was one of the first things I touched was the ring I'm I'm always thinking like I feel like he was just there and he grabbed me by the wrist and went, and it's get it, get it out of the damn couch. <laughs> and that's my next thing. What made you like just reach the couch and grab it? Well, I think all these people were talking about this thing that had been lost and I, all uh, right. so I always thought that I was really good at finding things. Uh, I don't think that the evidence lined up with my line of thinking, but I always thought it. So as okay. soon as somebody says, Oh, I lost something. I go, Ah, don't worry, you got Adam on the case. And <laughs> as soon as I hear all these adults talking about this ring and this couch, I'm going, I mean, this doesn't seem like too hard of a, cra- a case to crack. I'm getting right in there. Uh, and I was a kid at the time. I had, you know, tiny little arms. I could get into cracks. Maybe the adults couldn't. Um, so it's it's hard to say, like, if you want to take all the spooky stuff out of it, maybe it was because a child had never tried looking for it. And I could get my arm deeper into the the undercarriage of that couch. It's also a really old couch with all these weird nooks and angles and stuff. You had to, you had to cramp your arm around to, gr- to get to the springs. So it's possible. It was just, it had been waiting there for the right size hand to go for it. But it's hard to discount the fact that exactly the day that we buried my grandfather, that ring just popped into my hand. Yeah, is that
9: and the fact that, like you said, it had been reupholstered
10: number of times so uh, that, that that's times. the thing that gets me so people had taken all the cushions off and shaken this thing like yes it's 50 years you're every time my grandfather went to visit uh our cousin th- they said he would spend 20 30 minutes a day just working on that couch because he's like i'm gonna get that ring back I, was, like, I mean my grandparents grew up pretty poor so it was not nothing to lose a diamond ring. Oh, yeah. That is not a fun thing at all to do. That but is- yeah, it's 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 always a fun story. My my uncle loves telling it just because he was there, he was having a little bit, a little bit of the old uh uh uh, uh if you will, to uh I mean he just buried his father, I understand, and uh he he dropped his drink. picked up another one he's like i gotta get something strong (laughs) (laughs) what is happening my grandma is just looking at this guy going thank you poppy it was a wild day
9: that is wild so do you have any other stories you want to tell us or any other things
10: that you want to break up i mean there's one story that it's it's I mean you could kind of stretch to say it's a little bit supernatural i uh, so i served in the army for many years and there are many things that can happen in the army that are a little dangerous and uh i i was almost uh exploded in a tank uh right. not a great thing to happen but i remember uh so it's my last time going on what we call a tank gunnery where you're you're just putting rounds down range to train your crew and to make sure you know how to shoot accurately and quickly and we uh had decided that my medic who had been with the company for years and knew everything about the tank says look if you can go through the training and you can prove that you're good enough then i'm gonna let you be my loader for me so that mm-hmm. i can keep an eye on you and make sure you're doing it safe and also if i get hurt i like having the medic right there and so he did. He was amazing. He was my loader. He was fast. He was uh detail oriented. We get to the very last round of the entire experience. This is when we fire this last round, it will be the last round I fire as a tanker. Because after that, I'm transitioning to a new unit. Everything's changing. And he puts in the round, gets a little jammed in the breach. I want you if you've ever like seen uh images of people loading big rounds into a cannon like uh, for artillery or for uh, a naval gunnery it's pretty much the same inside the tank you load that round in and when it didn't go in I told him like I normally tell my loader kick it it's all you really can do kick the explosive rounds <laughs> please because if it's out it's not safe once it's in the breach totally fine so he kicks it and I'm doing my thing on my end I'm working on the electronics that I have to do and all of a sudden, my loader starts screaming, oh, no, the round is smoking. Whoa. Now, there's not a good reason for an explosive to ever be smoking, except that it's about to go off. And I remember that I, it was the the closest that I had ever come in my mind to, oh, I'm about to die. And I remember just this sense of calm, just like kind of a nice comforting pressure on my back, and just this sense of really like this in a training scenario? And I looked down and sure enough, it looked like there was some smoke coming off the round and everyone's like kind of frozen, what do you do? And it's kind of at that moment, if the round is smoking, there's not a lot you can do. So I kind of looked at it for a minute, but I was able to get really analytical and I, I really did feel like someone was just saying, you're gonna be fine, don't worry about it, I got you back. And I looked at it for a minute, And then I'm like, stomp your foot over there real quick. And he stomps, my loader stomps his boot, big puff of uh, sand. And I'm like, cool, it's not smoke, it's sand, Oh, but we do have a, a round that won't go in the tube. So we have a different problem. So we all had to sit there with this round that everyone was kind of convinced was about to go off for about 20 minutes until they were able to come out and again, it's, it's the army. So everything's super high tech. They took a big rod. Ran it through the barrel and knocked the round back out into our laps. So it was a super fun 20 minutes. No, no None of this sounds safe. Right? None <laughs> of this sounds okay. Very like, little in tanking that is safe.
9: We have this big giant round. It's stuck. Oh, just kick it.
10: What? Kick it, kick it real hard. <laughs> I mean, the so just a quick little fun uh, sidebar on, uh, on, on tanking. Um, the main gun of a tank is literally right next to your face as you're as you're moving through. And the loader has to put that round in, arm the weapon, which is this big loading handle, and fling themselves against the back wall. Because when that breach comes back, it comes to within a few inches of the edge of the turret. And if you're between it and the wall, it's not going to stop. So it is... I've been told many times throughout my tanking career, the tank wants to kill you. It's your job not to let it.
9: This doesn't sound like something that you should be doing.
10: <laughs> it <laughs> was super fun. I can't hear too well because of it, but what are you going to
9: do? This sounds like something like, oh, you know, how people say like, you know, technology advances, things change, make things for the better. This is mm-hmm. one of the things they probably make for the better. Like, we <laughs> need to fix this. Like... <laughs>
10: I do I do um uh, military stuff on TikTok. I I like talk about these kinds of stories, and I got into this big argument this week because people were like, "No, autoloaders are better," and I'm like, mm, mm, mm-mm. "I got opinions on this." Oh, I need to hear this. Well, look, the autoloader. There's a lot of modern tanks all around the world that use an autoloader, and basically, it's a machine that just loads the in, so you don't have to have a human being doing it okay but it also means that for a period of time there is just a round out there in the open and uh if anything were to hit it it doesn't end well for everybody uh the other thing is if a loader uh like if my loader got injured i still have enough crew i can recycle through if the, the auto loader breaks well now i got this giant freaking thing in the way that i have to Figure my way around while still now manually loading, which I didn't train enough because I thought the machine would take care of it. it's just a lot of different things that I'm like, don't rely on machines for everything. It's great that we're starting to get human beings away from combat, but the robots aren't going to save you. Yes. If, if there's anything we learned from Terminator. Yeah. That's the one thing we learned. The
9: robots are not going to save us.
10: That's that's one of my favorite quotes. There was a uh, years ago. We've since gone the wrong direction on this, but years ago, there was a, a big meeting amongst a lot of the four star generals in the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marines. And they were talking with some contractors about new unmanned vehicles. And they were like, OK, well, we've got this, this vehicle does this, this vehicle does that. And they can all be armed. And their AI, the onboard computing, can actually make determinations about when to fire. And they can shoot. You don't have to have a human involved at all, and they will take out the target. And a general stood up, kind of kind of pounded on the table, and he's like, this is the exact plot to Terminator. So let's not do that. I agree. And I agree. Apparently we we forgot that conversation because now we are arming drones. Well, yeah. I should think China is arming drones. We'll see if America follows suit. That's good.
9: <laughs> You've you, you talked yourself into another episode of coming and go on to talk about this,
10: because this is fascinating to me. Oh, I I love talking about well, robots that we have to fight. Although I do, I, I always, I remember that there was a, I think it was Stephen Hawking who was talking about, where it's not that the robots are going to kill us, it's that they're going to make us all obsolete, and so that's going to cause a different problem. And I'm like, all right, honestly, if you can uh, find a robot who can do the weird, dumb stuff I do, then I'll fight him. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Yeah. That that's fascinating.
10: <laughs> man, this has been great, man. Let them know where to find you at. Uh well, you can find me on Twitter at Officer Mancorn, M-A-N-K-O-R-N. I know it's weird. Uh, you can find me on my website, adamcornman.com. And uh yeah, wherever weird sandwiches are sold. I'm not not really, but if you shake a bag of candy corn in the night, I will come soon. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely
9: gotta have you on to talk about this military stuff.
10: I'm, I'm yeah, it's super fun. I've got I got a lot of fun stories in the military. Awesome. Yeah,
9: and as head. always, Delvecchio would be
10: out. Please.
13: Great Halloween,
5: everybody! I believe it was our most horrible yet. Thank you, everyone. <coughs> no, it's you, Jack. Without your brilliant <coughs> leadership. Not
6: at all, Mary.
8: <coughs> Hello. Hello, girlfriend. How's it going? I'm hanging in there. I think. She's going to go out tonight to the bar.
3: Really? Even with all those vampires out and about?
8: Girl, I am not worried about some sparkly-ass bitches. Well, okay. Well, if you're not worried, then at least be careful. Bring, like, a silver steak or garlic or something. Hold on. There is someone at my fucking door. Hold on one second.
13: Yes? Hello. I am with the Wi-Fi company. I am testing the network. It is not working next door. May I enter?
8: <sighs> sure, come on in. Dude, that guy
3: totally sounds like a vampire. And I'm not even there and I could tell.
8: Well, I'm telling you right now he's dressed in some dumbass ugly uniform. He looks pretty legit. No, that's totally sus.
13: Of course he wants you to think that. But These wires, th- th- they all lead to computer
8: yeah, you don't know that, working as tech support?
13: Oh, uh, yes, of course. I know, I just, I'm making sure you know, just in case. It's good to know things, yes? Yes. Good, good. Uh, now, now I'm sorry, my dear. I'm getting older in my age. Could you hand me that wire underneath your your desk? <sighs> All right, hold on one second. Girl, I gotta go. He
8: needs my help with some wire. Okay, bye, but just be careful, dude. All right. Are you talking about the one below
13: the desk? Uh, No, the one really deep in there. You you might have to reach and extend your neck a bit even to get it.
8: Okay, hold on. I I gotta move my. my head this way.
13: Okay, Uh, wow, you have beautiful form. Closer? Closer, just a little bit more? You've almost got it, my dear. Oh, that should be good. (sighs) Whoa, dude, you're like really close. Uh, uh, Me? No, I was just smelling your perfume. Was that flower bomb, dumb Parfield? Joe Biden sniffing, motherfucker. I was. I just needed the. Uh, I, I. I was checking your farm. That's what it is. I. Uh, I don't think you got it all the way. Maybe you should go back in.
8: Maybe I should go back. Maybe you should get down there and pull it out.
13: I. I can't. You see how fragile I am. I am slender, little man. I would break.
8: The fucker. Okay, hold on. <sighs>
13: All right. that's it oh that's it all right well i'm just going to get one more whiff of that perfume because i am really not sure what kind that is and uh
8: okay joe biden you need to back the fuck up seriously
13: Uh ah, no need to be a karen about it
8: no you did not just call me a karen
13: ah What was that for? I just want to fix your Wi-Fi. No, you don't. You're over here sniffing me, you creep. Oh, trust me, my dear. If you knew what I was really planning, you'd be into it.
8: Uh, no, I don't think so.
13: Maybe. It's like a 50-50 shot. You're into it or you're not. How about you just give me a big hug? Okay, that's
8: not creepy at all. You're a Wi-Fi guy. Why would I give you a hug?
13: If I'm a Wi-Fi guy, does that make you a wife lady? Hug me. Come here.
8: I swear to God, if you come near me, Joe Biden, I'm going to punch you right in the face.
13: Playing I do get will gain you no favors with me. Now, I just need one more sniff of that flower bomb Eidlal perfume. Come on. I'm coming towards you, and I don't see any punches being thrown. Perhaps you want me closer? Come on! Oh, she she's into it. All right, here we go. Here I am. Ow! Oh! Oh! My nose! I think you have busted my nose. Oh! I did you a favor. Oh! Oh, oh, that's it. That's enough. All right, your friend, she was telling the truth. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire, and I'm going to suck your blood. And uh, Maybe you're not hey, into hey, that hey, kind hey, of thing.
8: No, you're not. Vampires aren't... Wait, hold on. Do you sparkle in the sunlight?
13: Uh, oh, this again. I hear this every... You memory. know what?
8: You're no Edward. Just give me a reason. Fuck around and find out. Come in! I, I told you, bitch! Sniff me now!
2: Alright! Wait, which one is the vampire?
7: That's him! That's the one! Because this little device says so! That's the vampire! Lady! Lady! You need to back up! That's a vampire, bitch! I'm gonna whoop Count Sniffula's ass! She's gonna whooping that's my you? ass! You know, vampire! Don't even talk! Because I know you be doing that mind-tricky shit! No, he's gonna whoop the vampire ass because that's his job!
2: Yeah. So just step away from her so I can shoot you. And why are you dressed like a cable guy? I'm, I'm here to
7: fix the Wi-Fi. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, you're look not. at no. my
13: uniform. I am here to fix Wi-Fi, and and no. you are
8: disrupting work. He's a fucking perv, and all he does is go around sniffing women. I was no. not
13: sniffing women. Dude, that's
7: gross. That's gross. So well, you can't just be sniffing women. Do you suppose what kind you of vampire? What are you like a sniffy vampire? One like I'm gonna recatalog I'm... that. I don't have anything in my database about sniffy vampires. Well,
8: he is a sniffy vampire. He's all. I guess
7: it's her oh, right word against in my mine. Neck
8: just <laughs>
2: uh,
7: Literally believe her because I brought the vampire hunter to kill you.
2: I suggest put on some swimming trunks because you'll be channel surfing in hell.
13: Uh-huh.
7: What yeah.
2: you
13: gonna say about that? What does mm-hmm. that? I'm sniff just trying voice. to go home.
7: <laughs> Ow. Yeah, you want to sniff him as he dies, just so he knows what he feels like.
13: No, don't How sniff, does that sniff feel me, like please. Joe Biden. Don't sniff me. Oh.
7: Mission John. <laughs> All right, nice lady. You're welcome. We're going to Venmo you, uh, send you a Venmo money request for money from helping you out so he didn't kill you. Are you serious? That's bullshit. Uh, Vampire guy, I got another one. I've been tracking this one from a couple of days. You ready? You got this? You tired?
2: Yeah, let's get out of here. Bye, nice lady. Uh, Are they always this pervy? What the hell is this? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Do you hear that? Wait, wait, stop, 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 stop.
9: What the fuck is going uh, on? No, no,
7: no, 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 it over your eyes! Put it over, put your, hand over put your eyes! Are we a bird box now? No, this isn't the fucking bird house, dog. It's not that bir- no, it's not the bird. No, it's that bird movie up. with Sander Bullocks. not that. No, it's not that. No, you just don't, don't. Yeah, but shh, what?
8: Shh! Don't look at the ceiling. You just don't look,
7: okay? Don't look, okay? Because if you look, it gets inside you. And if you want to know more about that, then you need to
14: check out the Tales Network audio drama coming to you soon. You are now listening to the Delvin Cox Experience. All right, that's it. That's
9: Damn, you got. I am getting rid of my intro and I'm just going to use that for now <laughs> You better not. I don't need no music. You better not. I'm just going to put that right there. That's what it's going to be for now on.
12: You better not. You did it. I swear, you better not.
9: You did it, you brought this on yourself. ah, uh,
12: okay, delvin <laughs> all right,
9: all right, see it's your fault, so it is my fault, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna finally get to talk about this <laughs> I know, so if you have been listening, I don't know if' I'm, this knock this is probably not gonna be the whole episode. I'm not going I'm probably gonna edit some of this out yeah. maybe I don't know, maybe I have to take credits or whatever. Surprise. I don't know how to do this yet with me on the pod for the Halloween special is somebody that everybody loves. Everybody. I mean everybody. Like, every time I talk to somebody, they say she's amazing, she's awesome. And they're right. I have Tara on the pod with me to tell her spooky stories. Say hi to everybody, Tara. Hi, everybody. See? Good job. That worked. Before we do that, as always, we'd like to start the podcast off with the five
14: for five. Five oh, questions. I forgot about this. I should, okay. I should have not agreed. Go ahead. What? I'm listening. How you? How, you, be quiet. how you? How you? Forget? Five for
9: five.
12: Five for five. Five for five.
9: But it's Halloween citric because it's Halloween. It's spooky. So I gotta, you know, gotta, gotta, <laughs> why are you making me laugh? So we gotta, we gotta make it like we gotta make it though. So Tara, are you ready? No, but let's go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Question number one.
11: Ulo. Candy corn. Yay or nay?
12: <laughs> that is a it's not
14: a difficult question. No, it's, it's not. Honestly, it depends on my mood. Oh, because
9: no.
12: Because
14: sometimes it, it does. I'm going to be honest. I know some people absolutely hate it. Yes. Absolutely hate some it. Some people being sometimes, me. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I I do enjoy it, but then like the majority of the rest of the time, I'm not thinking about it. Um, I'm trying to think
12: if I actually like it.
9: No, you don't. I,
14: <laughs> no, I. On occasion, I do. On occasion, I do a little bit. I haven't had any in like years, though. like I haven't had a bag of candy corn or, or what have you. I might have had a couple of pieces on a, um, on like a cookie, you know, over the on years. On a cookie? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, especially around Halloween, they'll, there's a restaurant called, in Park. I'll, I don't know if you all have them down there, but, probably not. Um, <laughs> but they make smiley face cookies. Like they're really, they're uh, well known for that. So with their smiley face cookies, they usually decorate them seasonally. So Around Halloween, like they'll make like little Frankenstein faces or um little ghost faces or something, and sometimes they'll add candy corns on them.
9: Yeah, they they, they can't add that on mine. So I'll give that right. Well, back it's to them.
14: not a choice, it's not a you choice. You don't get a choice, no. <laughs> nah. get a choice. Nah, they, son. they make that. them. You can pluck it off, you can just pick it off. No,
9: I would be throwing it, it back at them, like, them. like no.
14: Oh my god! We're
9: not doing that. If you
14: throw something at some, what's number two, Devin? What's number two? That was the (laughs) perfect (laughs) response. Oh man! All
11: right.
9: Question number two: Give me your three favorite scary movies.
14: Oh man, my three favorite scary movies. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, do you mean movies that I, like, really, really like because they scare me or um, just because they're kind of, like, fucked? Either or. Say, okay. Maybe I'll do a mix because I haven't watched scary movies in a long time. But,
12: um, oh, man. I think the first Saw might be up there because of the experience that I love was. that movie so much um, that like just film at that time in that kind of
14: movie I don't I don't know if we had anything quite like it you know like where people are put in that let's play game <laughs> no, <laughs> so no not really you're yeah you're right off your feet yeah, I don't. We've we've we definitely have had um, you know like gore and slasher films, but nothing that was like a mix of a psychological horror and that where you are doing your own like mutilation. Um, yeah. So, I think
12: that would have to be one. Um, another.
9: Well, I can tell you this since we brought up Saw.
11: Yeah.
9: After I watched Saw. Uh huh. A long time ago, when it came out, I actually tried to write a script for like a Batman movie with Riddler as the bad guy, and he was kind of like the guy from Saw, like Jigsaw. Oh,
11: because
9: I, I kind of figured like 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 a more, you know, because it's a movie, a more darker version of the of the Riddler would be pretty much Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that makes I
12: like,
9: sense. I like that movie a lot. The first one was excellent.
12: Yeah, you should do like a a mini audio drama
9: of what with um, something
12: like
9: that. That'd be a good idea. If only I do some audio mm-hmm. voice actors, actresses, maybe. Hmm. Do you know any? Just saying.
14: Um, I do know some. Okay, I know. I know some people.
11: Have Have your people mm-hmm. talk about people?
14: Well given that my people are probably your people, I think you could talk to them. Oh, Oh, man, that's funny. That is funny. Um, No, no, that, that, I think that'd be cool. I think
12: that would be an interesting, um,
14: interesting take on Batman.
9: Yeah, I do too. I can make Batman interesting Mm -hmm. and not a spoiled white kid. (laughs) (laughs)
12: he is that that is that's true he is definitely that
14: um man um as far as two other ones it's really hard for me to to think because i have not watched like a scary movie in a long time to be honest (laughs) my my brain it's been that long yeah, it's been that long. I don't usually watch them too much and the ones that I watch, I mean they're they're fine. I don't know. I'm just really picky when it comes to uh when it comes to scary movies. Like if we're talking like, ooh, ghost, spooky, uh, you know, like slasher film, I don't I don't have favorites. I don't. I just don't have uh
9: Let me ask this, then. Did you watch any of the Jordan Peele movies?
14: I did. I did. So, oh, you know, that is a good point. I will say Get Out. Oh, my gosh.
9: Get Out's really good.
14: Oh, I'm not going to spoil it um, in case somebody listening still hasn't seen it, which I think they should rectify. But you know that scene at the end when that car comes with the lights
6: Yes.
12: Yeah, man. The
14: collective gasp.
12: If
9: I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I, don't quote me on this. I think Jordan Peele said he wrote a darker version of that where what you thought was going to happen, happened.
14: Oh, yeah. I think I think I remember hearing that. I'm glad he did not. Yes. I'm so glad because I, I would have been so mad. Yeah. Oh, I would have been so mad. I would have been so mad. But oh man, I can't talk about it without spoiling it. But yeah. I think that would be a great conversation to have about um like storytelling and how it um like how it can help to inform how we see our own lives you know like a lot of times we're like oh well it's just going to happen anyway right and then we fall into that trap thinking yeah it's just going to happen and whatever but it's nice to have that um that other thing come through we're like wow i thought this was going to happen but this happened this is so much better so yeah uh mm. i'm so glad he didn't do that yeah
9: i agree (laughs) that was that was a great movie um
12: I don't know mm-hmm. why, but I kind of like us better. I
14: enjoyed it. I will say, man, Lupita, Lupita, I love Lupita Nyong'o. I love her. She I it. love her so much. Absolutely, especially when she was talking as a tether and she was yes. telling that story. She was like, "What's the modern time?" A little, like doing that whole thing. Wow. Like, oh my gosh, you,
9: you kind of actually did it like her. Like,
14: that <laughs> was a little eerie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's um, but I I had not seen her do anything like that, like as an actress. You know, like that was a different. That film was different for me and seeing, um, you know, just different things that she could do as far as her versatility and all that. And it's just a joy, like when you when you see or hear somebody that's just amazing at what they do and, you know, they love what they do and they put in the hard work to just be the best that they can be. It's like, it's the best thing to watch. It's just watching somebody in their element. So to see her just morph between these two characters, you know, from film to film, but in the same movie, you know, that, uh, yeah.
9: This is I, amazing i, I kind of agree i can't mm-hmm. i kind of agree i i well this is back when i was doing like a movie stuff a lot i was um I writer for like i used to write a blog about movies and i used to write for websites and stuff like that and i remember i got tickets to the premiere of that movie and yeah it was, it was just so cool watching that movie like night. what even night one i guess called night zero at the premiere, and they like was giving out posters and stuff, and they were breaking down the movie, and then they had like a Q and A after. It was just it was just an amazing moment. The movie was great.
12: Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that is a great one. I have not yet seen Nope. Nope's great, but I do want to see it. I do want to see it.
14: Um, a lot of people. You know, with any movie, you're always going to have people that love it, people that hate it, people that are apathetic, people that don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm sometimes in that camp. (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Um, But I think I hope, especially the people that listen to your podcast, I hope that they, you know, go into a film and they just sit and
12: decide for themselves what they
14: think about it. Um, well I agree. Yeah. Nope. That's, it's the I first, mean, that's the most important.
9: Nope. It's the first horrible movie I have my son ever to never go see. first horrible
11: movie ever seen. And he loves it. He thought it was great. That's
9: awesome. He was like, Is it every horrible movie Turned like this? Like, no, the no. vast majority
12: <laughs> kind of suck. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, I'll say there is
14: a a film. It's more so kind of like a psychological thriller as opposed to horror, but that works too. it's called the <laughs> it's called The Bad Seed from when when was it? I don't know. It's a black and white film, so it's pretty old. Okay. But it's about this um this little girl and stuff is happening around the house. Like somebody ends up dead.
9: <laughs> oh, that's, that's, like that. that's more than stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> so, called, that's called murder.
14: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but it it's just, I, I, I really can't talk too much about the film because it would definitely just give it away. But um, that one, I enjoyed it. I okay. definitely enjoyed that. i um, check this one out.
9: It's on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime Video for $3 to rent.
14: So I'll check this one out.
9: Interesting.
12: Yeah. Yeah, when you watch, I want to know what you think about it. Okay.
9: I will definitely let you know. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll question number 4 now.
14: Oh. Um, we can do that. We were like on number 3. Oh, we're on question we question number three. Only did two questions,
9: yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. We're on we're on three. You're trying to skip questions. All
14: right. <laughs> I'm looking out for time for you, buddy. I know you try to you try to keep things in a certain thing, but we that's can, cool. Let's go. We
9: can figure it out. We we i I can have I can say this here. Because of so many people want to do this Halloween festival, it's gonna be two nights. We've I've already discussed that. It's gonna be two episodes. Okay. Because I didn't expect so many people. Like, hey, I have stories to tell. I'm thinking like you, like you, like three or four people. Nah, it's like six eight. So it's oh, gonna be a two, yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna be like a two night thing. It has to be because it's gonna be with this and everything that come with the other stories inside the stories. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be two yeah. so it's,
12: it's a lot. <laughs> so,
11: question number three. If you could play any horror character, who would you pick? Oh, man.
14: Any horror
11: character? Good guy, bad guy. Like,
9: Let's say they're going to remake a horror movie. Or you go back in time and you're in this horror movie. Who would you be?
12: Goodness.
11: Sci-fi works as well. Sci-fi, horror works as well.
14: See, I have good questions. Man, that's a good question.
11: <laughs>
6: yeah.
14: Because <see? laughs> I'm thinking like I'm slowly going through movies in my head. I'm like, okay, so would I want to be in this one where they're getting chased by somebody with a knife or do I want to be in this one like in Saul, i will tell you one that i would not want to be in is Saul. yeah Mm-mm. i'm cool on that no no nope. thank you no thank you yeah,
12: <laughs> no, thank you. yeah. um not at all. oh man that is such a hard question um
14: i mean i could cop out like do an easy cop out but like yeah i'll be an aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could definitely say that. Yeah, at least cool. Um, or,
12: oh man, I don't. I honestly don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I would say,
14: like, mm, no, probably not Jeepers Creepers either, because that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I can tell you probably one of the horror episodes of the X Files. I can't tell you which one, but I would just want to be in the X Files. And they have some that are like psychological horror, um and like gore and horror
12: <laughs> and X- spooky horror. So X Files is a show
9: that I wish I had gotten into when it was coming out.
14: Oh man, it was it was a
9: an experience. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was one of those things that people just like, like, I guess appointment watching tele- television.
12: Mm.
9: And I just kind of wasn't there with it.
12: That's understandable. But did you find it?
9: Uh, you it? Yeah, I kind of watched it during the reboot they had recently. Oh, okay, so I watched some of the earlier seasons with it then, but it's too many seasons to watch it like a lot. it is a lot
14: it is a lot I will say I think probably my favorite episode this is not horror related at all but it's episode it's from season seven and it's episode 17 I think and it's called heart and
12: um yeah that's all I'm going to say about it
14: but (laughs) but I think it's probably one of my favorite episodes and they do have a Christmas episode. I can't remember which season it's from, but it's not like the brand new seasons. But it's kind of like maybe season eight or nine, something like it's up there. Um, but Scully and Mulder get trapped in a haunted get trapped in a haunted house on Christmas. So, and then they get separated. So it, it's oh, I love it. <laughs> Such oh, yeah, good. check episode. that
9: out. <laughs> Sounds interesting. All right, question number four. Give me a top three Halloween candies
14: or chocolates. Oh, okay. I was about to get mad at you. Like, why is he doing top three
8: everything? Oh, my
14: gosh. But no, candy? Yeah. Candy.
12: Let's see. Mm. So, Reese's Cups, because they're Reese's Cups.
9: Yes. Um, I have a question for you. What's up? I asked somebody just the other day. Have you tried the Reese's
11: cups? The Reese's with um, chips inside of them? With chips? Yes, there's they, they
9: have a Reese's like, cup. Like
12: potato
14: has, chips?
9: Yes, that has potato chips inside of it now.
14: Oh, okay. I've not seen them, but um, I've never seen them.
9: They're pretty
6: I've good. I've
14: never seen them, but I can... Yeah, there's a candy store uh, not too far from where I live, and they have um, they have a candy that has like pieces of uh, potato chips, and they're in chocolate. So I imagine just adding a little bit of peanut butter would probably
12: be a nice touch too.
9: Yeah, it's pretty good.
11: So Reese's is your first one. What's your second t- and third?
12: Um, I love Twix. Left or the right, that was like the God. whole thing <laughs>
14: the whole thing, come on, um, yeah, I used to love Twix so much growing up, um and then
12: what's another one
9: pick wisely, mm,
14: mm, 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 mm. you know, I like um, I like mounds and almond joy on
9: occasion. Oh, or a thousand uh, what's it called? A thousand grand? hundred grand? A
12: hundred
9: grand. Yeah. Yes. mm-hmm Yep. Yeah. I'm glad. You see, it's chocolate. I, I enjoy chocolate. You, you, you bailed <laughs> yourself out because when you
12: said that, that all, all the joy bounds, I was going to tell you you have to sing the song now. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes
14: you don't. Oh. Eh. Why are you put the o at the end of it? Because I'm drinking my tea. That's why, and it's uh, tasty.
9: Okay, like you, you put the o there, like you was like a Rick Ross song. Ooh. Oh
14: my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody listening, gotta remix the um, the Almond Joy and Mounds thing song now. Yeah, please and thank you.
9: There okay. you go. All
14: right. <laughs> Question
9: number five. What was the worst Halloween costume ever worn?
14: The worst one?
9: Yes, the worst. The best way. The best one don't count. That's what's fine.
14: Oh, I've never worn a terrible Halloween costume. I don't believe that <laughs> at all. That
9: is a
6: lie. No, no,
14: no, it's not because no. I love every single one I've ever worn, I've loved. And right. I don't remember all the ones I wore when I was little. Um, but then when I got older, I really didn't dress up too much for Halloween, except actually like some years ago, maybe three, four, like three or four years ago, I actually was like, I'm going to dress up again. And I drew up, I dressed up as, um, what's Rachel True's character from The Craft? Oh, I'd be in The Craft. That's what was that question? Question three? Yes. You were asking me which one, Mm-hmm. I would be in a craft. I would not be messing around with Nancy. Oh. Trying to summon my... Mm-mm. I'm like, Rachel? No, we're going we gonna to make our own Kevin. You got to get away from them because they about to have you in some mess right now. Let's go. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, like, honestly, though, as far as the costumes, I, you know, I didn't dress up a whole bunch. Um, like in my adult life. And so I only have the memories from when I was little and I loved every single costume that I had.
9: Okay. You said you're just like mm-hmm. Rachel from The Craft?
14: Yeah, uh, Rachel True's character, I cannot think of her character's name. Not- um, but you know, the Black the Black Witch in The Craft.
9: I am Googling this now. Oh. Okay. I am not comedy.
14: And you just did, but that's okay. What? Sorry, right. I didn't say anything. You said I'm not commenting, which is a comment. No,
9: I, I didn't say what I would go say. That I didn't. <laughs>
12: <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Um.
9: See,
6: yeah. I don't.
12: I don't forgot what question I'm
14: on. <laughs> We're on number five. See, I uh, did all three movies.
9: See, there we go. Uh, uh, all, all three, co-
14: uh, the costume. That's what yes. it was. The costume.
9: Yes, the costume. When You said Rachel from the craft, which was the best costume. Mm-hmm. You, cl- you clearly that's the best costume you wore.
14: No, it's not the best. Okay. Oh, no. Pink Power Ranger was the best.
9: The pink power. I'm not
11: coming mm-hmm. again. I'm gonna stay
9: I quiet.
14: was like six or oh, seven. Okay. okay. And my mom sewed the costume for me. That is cool. And there's like one picture.
9: That is adorable. Mhm.
14: It is and I was and it's amazing.
9: I, I was dressed it. like a hobo one year for Halloween. Where my mom gave me these giant shoes and put makeup on my face and it was just a sad costume. And holy that shirts. Yes. Yeah. Like you ever seen like the the paintings they have or, like the clowns that they have like mm-hmm. that's like art that's what I look like. It's not a good
14: costume. A sad clown. Yes. Your mom dressed you up. Yeah. Like a fat clown.
9: Yeah. I, I I would have rather mm-hmm. gone out just in a t-shirt.
14: <laughs> Can we have a moment of silence for young Delvin? Yes. In that moment.
9: Young, young Delvin was having trash Christmas Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Not good. I think one year I would as a sheet. <laughs> I ain't going to call it a ghost. I was a That's sheet. <laughs>
14: That's really cute. Oh my gosh! Like, I that's adorable. Like Charlie Brown, on the <laughs> Charlie Brown
12: Halloween
11: special.
12: That is, look, that is so cute. No, nah, that's not it. <laughs> okay. They just put
9: this shit on your hands. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> not it. Oh goodness! We'll cut some holes out of it. That's fine. We might wash it. <laughs> all right Help me. what I'm just saying mm-hmm. all right Tara I know you experience from talking to you you have a hundred stories you can tell us about weird paranormal things you've seen you've experienced for some reason you're like brave I don't know why you just like it you, you attract ghosts I don't know what it is <laughs> but you and ghosts are like friends so I guess you can yeah regale us with one of your tales. oh or the one
12: it's up to you <laughs> all right well i I'll, I'll do um I'll do the one so um,
14: this was maybe two thousand six or two thousand seven um it was during the summer when I was at college, and i was um I got accepted uh with a couple of other people well I think it was one other person for that year, but I got accepted to do research over the summer. And um, so normally at the school, the summer programs typically started in like June or July. Um, but the research program that I was in started in like mid to late May. So the building that I was um, going to stay in, one of the dormitories on campus, um, there wasn't going to be anybody else in the building because the summer programs <laughs> were going to be in there. So uh, staying in that building, it was me and my roommate uh, who I'm going to call M. Um, and that was it. That, that was us. And I think there was a, a resident advisor that was there, but they were like on the, first floor and me and my roommate's room was on the fourth floor um and i think they also had the sodial staff um come in from time to time to do the cleaning you know as they would so it was just me and maria uh in that dormitory
12: and as all ghost story oh hold on
14: oh that's somebody outside i heard oh, somebody say i see another ghost like- <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> ghost <is> no night. <laughs> no. I will tell you though if I did. But it sounded like a um like an ice cream truck. That's why I was like, who is that?
11: At ghost coming.
14: That's why I was
12: confused. But no, it was just somebody's car. That's it. Like somebody not the ice cream truck. Somebody okay. else.
11: That's
6: that's so, <laughs> disappointing.
14: <laughs> <laughs> so um so, uh, you know, things were cool. Didn't have anything happen with me and Maria there at the same time. Everything just peachy, um, except uh, one night, Maria is like, "Oh, hey Tara, oh, I was saying I was going to call her M. Sorry, Maria, but I'm not saying the last thing. Yeah, um, that's fine. There's a bunch but, of Marias out there. Very true. Um, but she said, oh, you know, I'm going to be staying at my friend's apartment for the night. And I just want to let you know, I don't want you to be worried or anything. And I said, cool. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. So, well, she told me that earlier in the day. Um, so when nighttime comes, I'm on the fourth floor in the room by myself And that night I was watching, um, I was watching Ghost Hunters on TV and I had the TV up loud. But at the same time, I was producing music, also had it up very loud. And I was just jamming out in my room, you know, rocking out, singing, dancing around, watching them possibly see what might be a ghost. And things are cool. Things are cool. Um, but then at some point, I started to hear this tapping noise in the hallway.
12: And um, it was odd to me
14: because, number one, I had the TV and my computer volume up really, really loud. So the fact that I even heard that little noise just like huh. kind of baffled me. So yeah. when I heard it, I turned everything down. I said, let me listen to this. And I'm thinking, "Oh, could it be rats? I never saw a rat in that building <laughs> the whole time actually I was at the uh at the school, but um, I said, maybe it's rats, but it wasn't like a a skittering type of noise. It was like a just a singular just tap like on a wall.
9: yeah,
6: the rats so could knock
14: on the mice. door right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> So then I said, "You know, maybe it's pipes or something, but that didn't quite make sense because yeah. the um the actual bathrooms weren't right where my room was, you know, well, the pipe were,
9: could be knocking on the door,
14: you know <laughs> that's also possible, you know if they fall from the ceiling and yeah, bang through the door um, and so I couldn't figure it out, and you know, I'm just like, I'm gonna just ignore it for right now." You know, maybe it's just nothing, you know, maybe it's nothing. So I turned the volume on my computer back up and uh, the TV and I'm still, you know, just sitting there uh, trying to make a song, watching them, but I was very much listening to what was happening in the (laughs) hallway. So I, um, I turned everything down again. And at this point, I'm, you know, I'm standing there. I'm like, no, like really, what is this noise? Because I, again, I'm on the fourth floor in a dormitory that nobody else is supposed to be in except for the resident advisor. And additionally, the way that building is set up, <clears throat> there's, um, it's in like a, how was that one set up? I think it was like a U-shape. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, and where my room was would be considered like the bottom of the U. And so you have the central point where the elevator is right there, um, comes from the lobby. And then on either side of the hallway, there are these huge fire doors and like they're solid, you know, solid doors. They have an electronic mechanism, uh, you know, to lock the door in and all that and then also to even get up to the fourth floor you have to have a, an electronic personal entry device so if you want to get on the elevator you have to scan that um, entry device first before the doors will even let you on the elevator and that's also to even get into the building if you're walking up the stairs every single floor has a fire door and um, that scanner <laughs> For your entry device, so it's not like you could just be somebody randomly walk in. You have to have some way to get entry and the direction that the um that the noise was coming from was coming from the left hand side. Now, the lobby was a little bit down a hallway from my room, but it was on the right hand side, so while I'm hearing this noise, like all of this is happening in the span of i don't know like five minutes because my brain is going to mile a minute. And I'm like, so why would I hear that little noise? And if it is a person that decided to come up on this floor to do whatever, why didn't I hear the door open? Because if I can hear that little tapping noise and it the tap was just like, you know, if somebody were to take a, a a stick and make it really dull on the end and then just kind of lightly tap on cinder block, like that's exactly what it sounded like. And <clears throat> I've never heard the door open. And when the locks engage and disengage, you can hear that. Now, if I heard that little tap, I definitely should have heard some door in some capacity, except for the elevator door. And I'm like, If somebody wanted to mess with me, yeah, they could come up on the elevator because I wouldn't hear that. Go all the way down the hallway and then start walking up the hallway really slow towards me. But that just seems like too much energy to be doing all that. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just standing in the middle of the room listening to this noise. And I also noticed that it was slowly getting closer and closer to my room. Like, just with every single tap, it was just
12: a little bit closer. And I just looked at the door. Then I walked towards the door, and I just kept listening, and it just tapped. Tap, tap. 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 And then right when it gets
14: to my door, I lock my door. And as soon as I locked my door, I didn't hear any noise at all.
9: Nah, son. <laughs>
14: no, 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 no.
9: Uh-uh. It's, it's time to
14: leave. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing, because it was nighttime, and where was I going to go? Like, I don't know. Call the campus police. Like, hey, there might be a, a ghost in my room. But also, if it was a person, I didn't want to go out in the hallway. Um, And it also... If it's a ghost trying to possess me, why would I go in the place where it is? Like, clearly, it can't just get through for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, it needed to come to the door. But, yeah, no, I wasn't opening that door. I was not opening that door. So, <clears throat> what I did was, because I realized that I really had to pee, but I wasn't going out the room. I said, I'll just hold my pee until morning. That is the morning, quite the deliver. fine. Yeah, it was, it was, but I would have made it work somehow, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I said a prayer, um, but I also called my parents and I said, Hey mom. Hey dad. Um, I think there's a ghost in the building. And then don't, they said, Oh really?
9: Don't want to love yeah. you. There may be a ghost outside.
14: <laughs> yeah. Yes, but you know what, the way my family, well, specifically like my parents and I think all of my siblings, I haven't heard my brother say he ever heard any or seen any ghost or anything, but my sisters and my parents, we, we talk about ghost stuff regularly. You know, that, like, that's not a, if one of us says, oh, I think there might be a ghost doing this thing like we'll reason it out like oh could it be this could it be this could it be this like no oh okay then you probably have a ghost like it's just very matter of fact <laughs> so it's not surprising <laughs> thing at all um just very matter of fact and i think i can't remember which one of them become matter of fact <laughs> when when you have enough experiences with them and then also just the way i grew up so you were talking about x-files earlier
6: yes
14: um i used to sit with my parents we would every i think it used to come on fridays and at some point it came on saturday or on sundays
11: <clears throat> yes, so that,
14: sounds cool. that was a thing like we'd gather together and sit and watch the x-files episode um so it's talking about paranormal things is not um it's not unfamiliar to my family especially those of us that have um, personal experiences so it it wasn't like a you're lying it it was never that
12: kind of thing at all so um, I talked to them for like I don't know it wasn't long Um
14: <laughs> and then I went to bed <laughs> went to bed
9: yeah, had a ghost but, knock at your door you're like I'm going to bed
14: Come back to Paul mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, just whatever. But the thing is, is that about two weeks later, same exact thing. My friend said, Hey, Tara, I'm going to be um, staying at my friend's apartment.
12: Da-da-da-da-da. Later that night, same
14: thing. I'm making music, watching TV, and then I hear the tapping noise on the wall. And I'm like, "You know what? No, you can't come in." And I locked the door. <laughs> I waited I that time. That time I actually waited till a guy like right at my door. I said, "No, you can't come in." And I locked the door, and then it stopped. And I never had it happen again. Never heard anything in that dorm like that. Um Yeah. That
9: you know you it. bad when you tell a ghost, "No, you can't come in." The ghost's like, "Okay." I understand. (laughs) I understand.
14: (laughs) You know, you have to, you have to set boundaries and that's something that some people don't do. Like you really just got to be like, I'm setting boundaries now, depending on the kind of spirit you're dealing with, that might not be enough. You might need to have some other things in your arsenal to, um, you know, to put them in check.
9: Yeah. I don't know. What can you have? in your awesome for ghost because I don't think guns yep. work.
14: Not guns, not guns, but that's why you talk to a spiritualist, like somebody that you can trust. Of course, you don't want to just be out there because some people will have you messed up. You know, you talk to a spiritualist, you go to a witch, you go to a priest, you go to somebody that's like
11: serious in that realm and they can can guide you. You said go to a witch? Yes. You have to elaborate on
9: that. You can't just drop that out here. (laughs) Like, nobody's gonna just just brush that off. You can actually go out there and find a witch and have a conversation with a witch and they can do these type of things.
11: I did not know that.
12: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, again, it's,
14: they're, you know, like a a priestess, because different people have different names, depending on, you know, like their cultural, whatever their cultural heritage is, because you have people that do hoodoo and voodoo and all of them, and they can help you out, you just got, you just have to know who you're going to, because you can't, like anybody could say, oh, I'm a witch or, oh, I'm a spiritualist or, oh, you know, I do this or I can do that. <clears throat> and some people will really have you messed up and might put you in a worse position <laughs> than when you started yeah. after after they finish up. So. Um, so, yeah, so there are different types of people that you can go to um, and and they can give you some guidance they might need some additional information, depending on what's happening, you know, they, they might have to to okay. dig deep um to try to get to the bottom of it. But yeah, there's a lot of people you can go to. And of course, you know, again, well, supposedly you're supposed to be able to go to a priest when you have a situation or a pastor. And some of them are not about that life really. So I don't know. Yeah.
11: <laughs> that
9: is a good <laughs> point.
14: You can uh, you can go. You know, that's what they're there for. That's what spiritual communities are supposed to be for, is to, you know, like, help people in a very, various ways. And then also to connect
12: and to help you connect, however you want to connect. But, yeah.
9: Have you ever had to go to a witch or a priest or somebody like that for something paranormal or something you,
12: could
14: not explain Um, so I'm, i'm gonna preface this with i've been interested in paranormal things ever since i was really really little so things that would happen weren't necessarily like completely unexplainable to me because i already had some kind of knowledge in it now that doesn't mean that I really went deep with a lot of stuff. Like I didn't some things that I know now I really was not aware of. <laughs> um,
12: but um,
14: I can say because I can't say too much um, on, yeah. this, uh, on this on this recording. get us in but, trouble. <laughs> But um, I can say that I have gone, uh, I have spoken with some people dealing with some spiritual uh,
12: questions that I had. And I've received answers. Um, As far as like me being attacked spiritually or something like that, like
14: at this time, I've not had that experience. Um, So I'm, you know, knocking on wood
12: uh, at the
14: moment because I don't want to jinx myself.
12: That's important.
14: Um, But, you know, that comes with, you know, like spiritual hygiene and being mindful of what you get involved in. So it's, you know, give and take. But in
12: in the physical realm, yeah there there was
14: something that was transpiring that really had me concerned like really really concerned and so I said I'm going to cover all of my bases and we're going to do this so I did um seek out somebody to help me um prepare like spiritually for something that potentially were going to happen thankfully they did not
12: Uh but yeah i've gone to people for stuff
9: that is really interesting to say the least i don't want to you to know, elaborate on what you had to go for nothing like that no we're not doing that here but <laughs> i just find it fascinating on the path to how like you said how you as a child got so fascinated to it to the point where you're like, maybe I need to find someone who can help me with this. Not necessarily fixing a problem or anything like that, but like, Hey,
11: mm-hmm. I
9: see some things going on and I know who to go for it. Like for example, if I would see something going on with something like spiritual or a vibe is not right, I wouldn't know what the first thing to do about it. but but you have the wealth all about like I can go to this person and they can kind of figure this out. That's pretty fascinating.
11: Mm
14: -hmm. Yeah. And I'm grateful, um, you know, to, to have that available to me um, because some people don't. And I think that in some situations, because it, you know, I'm not going to judge people for, their belief or their lack of belief unless your belief is hurting somebody or your lack of belief is hurting somebody then i will definitely judge you
13: yes um
14: um you know but i think that it's it's helpful like if you're somebody that's curious about it and then something you might experience something and you're like oh wow like What's that? Like you don't necessarily even know what to search for because, you know, we have the internet now. You can search for anything. But if you don't even kind of have that language, it's like, well, what do I do with this? So then you're like going into Google and typing long behind questions, trying to describe what it is that you saw and hoping that maybe you'll come across um, like maybe some forums or blogs or something where people have shared their uh, shared their experience. But if you know somebody personally, then you can be like, Oh yeah, so and so no. And then you just text them or call them up and then you talk and either they give you the answer or they help you where you can find the answer.
9: Huh. That's interesting to say the least. Kinda almost like an inner circle that you kinda
12: hmm.
14: Yes. It's very important. I, regardless of like how woo woo you know you might get, it's important to have a solid inner circle. Because um, I'll tell you, none of us are supposed to be doing stuff alone. <laughs> I'll tell you how that much. <laughs>
11: That's a solid point.
12: Mm-mm-mm.
11: So, how would you describe?
9: Just everything that goes on with the paranormal and things that you kind of get in the vibe. you think it's more of a spiritual thing with you? Is it more of a curiosity thing? I'll let you explain it.
12: I don't want to. Um, so for me... Um... See, because there's a lot of layers to it. There's the
9: spirituality of it. Yeah. There's the religion aspect of it. There's the actual curiosity of it. I said... I think there's a lot of Mm -hmm. things you could actually touch on when it comes to a situation like that.
14: Yeah, there's, I mean, for me personally, um, it's all very connected. So when I speak on it, especially now that I have a better vocabulary for things and I'm I'm more comfortable in who I am, um, for me, it's hard to separate things from the spiritual nature um you know aspect because that's just how I see the world. Um
12: but I think because
14: me and my oh man, my voice, hold on. <clears throat> me and my dad were talking yesterday about um what was it? Oh, down south. So my family's from down south and um, my dad was talking to me about, you know, back in the day where you didn't have, um, they didn't have street lights in some areas. So, like, when when the sun went down, like, all the lights are off, except for the, you know, except for the stars. Oh, and the I'm well moon, aware of that. If it's out.
9: <laughs> there are some areas so, you know, in Miami, well, not Miami, I guess, northern Florida and Georgia for that yeah. matter. That's a lot like that. And it's terrifying.
14: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But, but he was saying that um you know a lot of people would have different stories that they would talk about. You know, like ghosts knocking on the door and people seeing skeletons walking around. Like there was a there was a lot more seeing what? Of that. But then
9: seeing a skeleton walking by? No, 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 no! <laughs> I ain't about that life. <laughs>
11: Just opening oh your door to see
9: a skeleton just walk by like nah.
11: no. Oh my gosh.
14: It's Skeletor. it's a story from my grandma uh from when she was really, really young. This is what she told us. I'm not gonna say it because it's not my story to tell, but she told us a story. And it involved um seeing a skeleton. So
12: nope. It was that. <laughs>
11: uh
12: -uh. oh man but when they got the street lights down there
14: then people said that and this is this is what my dad heard from people down south saying that when they got the street lights that the um the electricity kind of like repelled the spirits away and so people weren't having as many Mm -hmm. um experiences or seeing things so you know like just from that aspect it's just like people notice things and then they realize oh we're not seeing those things that we noticed before so in that aspect it's not really like oh I believe in like this is my spiritual path and like it's not that it's just
12: people are aware of another
14: side or one of many other sides and people were able to see things and then they didn't see things. So it was just very factual, like very matter of fact, like this is how the world works for us. Like this is how we experience it. And now we're not seeing it anymore. Um, So, you know, it, it, it can be so many different things. So there are people that can see spirits and they, you know, they're not necessarily like, Um, you know, they don't follow uh, religion or they don't have any kind of defined spiritual path that they take. They're just like, oh yeah, no, this happens. And then that's it. (laughs) So um, yeah, I think for different people, it can mean different things. And even if they give you just one word for what it means to them or how they experience it, it's most likely still multi-layered because, you know, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) It can be a lot.
9: <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely can be a lot to take in. Just mm-hmm. in general, like if you don't know what's going on and how it's going on, especially why it's going on. It's, it's a lot to mm-hmm. think about, a lot to deal with.
12: hmm hmm So
14: down in Miami, the people that you kind of interact with, do they seem like people that are open to talking about uh, you know the paranormal or anything, or do they not even? Oh yeah. Or anything oh, with,
9: like without question. I'm glad you asked that question. I can talk a little bit about that. I don't talk to people about it because I don't talk to people. Period. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Delvin. <laughs> Miami's interesting because it's such a melting pot. In one aspect of it, with a whole bunch of different cultures, and with it being a melting pot, you have like um. I don't want to say superstitions, but um the lore of that culture. Like, for example, you know, yeah, Haitian people and Creole, and you know, I guess call it witchcraft and things like that, and like putting roots on the people. That's a thing down here. Mm-hmm. That's a well-known thing that's down here. You know, you hear the stories of people getting roots put on them and get drop dropping dead and stuff like that. And then you have the other side of it with the Cuban Americans that live here and the people from the I guess the old country of Cuba. Um, they're talking about sangria and curses that they have to put on people. That's like a common thing. If you talk to a old Cuban person or an old Haitian person down here. Sometimes even young Cuban or young Haitian, they will tell you about the crazy things they've seen and they've experienced. I remember growing up, I lived in an area called Little Haiti, and I remember on more than one occasion walking home from um, school or the store or something like that i would find carcasses of animals that would you that you know were used for like sacrifices like mm-hmm. one time i was coming home from school and there was a giant like pig head in the street just like in the middle of the street just sitting there decaying. like mm-hmm. in the street like that's weird it wasn't like it was like a like a small pig it was like a large pig head like somebody like oh and it lo- it looked like some off a horror film you're like what you know I'm like I'm like 12 or 11 like this is so weird this is just in the middle of the street and then sometimes yeah. I would see like goat heads around the neighborhood and mm-hmm. one time I remember, I, I remember a a few times seeing from my backyard people like having a bunch of people in their yard and they're doing have this giant bonfire and they're sacrificing animals and stuff like that. It was just like a thing that you would see growing up because that Mm -hmm. was just a cultural thing. And I think I don't see it as, maybe I just don't notice it as much as I got older, but I do remember seeing stuff like that a lot when I was younger. Mainly like like when I lived in Little Haiti, I see a lot of that type of stuff. When I was hung around little Savannah, I, I saw some of that stuff similar as well. But not as much like when I lived in Little Haiti, because like I said, the area is predominantly Haitian Americans. So it was like this is what they they practice. So I kind of saw it a lot there. And it was oh it felt a little eerie. But it I kind of chalked it. I tried to chalk it up now that like, okay that was part of their culture and their religion and things like that. I'm like okay, it's understandable. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of weird things I would see. Just walking home from school,,
12: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no,
14: that's that's a good point is that with a lot of things that sometimes we'll use the word weird, but it's not necessarily weird, it's just unfamiliar and exactly when you think about um, <clears throat> when you think about how we came to be. <laughs> here in this place and what the teachings were and all that stuff, you know, um, there was a lot of knowledge and everything that was stripped, um, you know, from Black Africans, just Africans in general. So, you know, it's like, but on the other side of that is a lot of those practices, especially like voodoo, um, you know, it has an ancestral lineage that you can trace back you know, to, um, to Africa and even Santeria. Santeria is a combination of, um, some African
12: and I think some Latine, um, uh,
14: like cultural practices mixed with Catholicism because in order to still be able to retain, you know, their cultural heritage, but yet being uh you know being occupied by colonial forces you had to find a way to still be who you were and a lot of that came from mixing um like african uh rituals and things with catholicism or christianity in general so it's you know it's like a people fighting to um to preserve their identity like part of their cultural identity and and succeeding massively well (laughs) which is is amazing
9: yeah i agree it is kind of amazing when you think about it like hey especially when you consider what happened in the united states with black culture how much of it we just lost because they kind of brought us here like a Mm -hmm. lot of a lot of the things that we kind of take for granted how much, how much further we could go if we had our culture. The interesting thing about being an American for American and African-American to be precise is that all of our culture because of slavery has been made here. Like everything about black culture for America is very vastly different than it is for people in Africa and other places. Because we we came here as property, so because we uh, we came here as property, we kind of had to build ourselves up from that. That has also been a pro a process of learning, unlearning certain things, and building for ourselves. Frankly.
12: Hmm. Yeah. I'll. I will disagree with you
14: to a to a point. You're not allowed to disagree because um, we. <laughs> well too bad um, <laughs> um the so black culture american black culture has very strong ties like there was a lot that was stolen from us especially like language-wise
9: yes they gave <laughs> um, us a bible and told us to learn this and this is your new language this is your new culture
14: yeah yeah. Um so you know like language or even names and things like those we can have a whole podcast and talk about just that part. And we probably right will. There. <laughs> um but as far as um like music so in the black church. So in African uh in different Af- African um uh, cultures and religions a lot of their spiritual practices that exist there are here like the praise team you know if you're if you are black and you went to a black church you know what the praise team is so, well, I'm well aware. You know, like the praise team the use of um like the use of rhythm as we sing praise you know like playing the drums is huge you know it's huge or um you know like Speaking tongues and, and things like that so a lot of our worship practices that we have in the black church are based from different ritual practices that are still practiced today you know in different um and different cultures on the mm-hmm. continent so um so that and then thinking about like let's go to music so if we think about what uh, what Africans were doing um, while they were enslaved, you know, they're singing. Like we sing all the time. We sing, yes. You know, we laugh. With that's, that's just what we do. But the development of the black church, because once black people were allowed to, you know, be in church, because that was the one thing that slave owners would let them do was go to a Christian church. That was a place for, of course, worship, and then developing our music even more. There's a ton of African spirituals. And if you think of how that that music then transformed into, like, jazz and blues and rock music and country music and arms, like, all of that, (laughs) all of that, is of course it was born here but it still has extremely there's no you can't separate it you can't separate africa from who we are because that is our that's our history um so that's the only reason why i disagree with you to a point because yeah black culture as we see it today is vastly different than a lot of other um cultures and it's mainstream only when it serves the mainstream. Yes. So you know what I mean by that. Yes I do. Uh,
11: but yeah absolutely
12: but um but yeah so like going back to spirituality and things, like hoodoo. Hoodoo, voodoo,
14: um Santeria all of those have ties to Africa. And it's because people were specifically um, saying, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do what I can to still practice what I want to practice. And I'm going to do it in a way that best serves me. Because on, uh, if you go to different plantations, I haven't been to one um, <laughs> if you go into some of the housing quarters where they used to keep the enslaved people, there are, you'll see symbols like carved into the floorboards, but like hidden under a table or something or under a desk. So, you know, they, they definitely still practice and they do
12: still practice. Like you said.
11: Yeah. Yeah.
9: You made me think of something when you said that, Which I, I don't think I ever mentioned to you. Did I ever tell you my my uncle owns a plantation. Yeah, the uncle that owned the plantation. Well, he you know, he owns it. He turned it. He turned it to like a house. Oh,
14: oh, why would he do that?
9: I don't know. That's a that's a story for another day.
14: Uh, no, you never told me that. I have so yeah. many things I want to say, but I will not.
9: Yes, I will not. <laughs> we will have that conversation off mic, but we I will have
14: that conversation
9: yes, somewhere and I, else. <laughs> and and I will ask him all the questions that you want me to ask him about that. Mm-hmm. All right, is there anything else we have to say before we stop this recording? <laughs> before we incriminate ourselves talk about <laughs> plantations <laughs> in history?
12: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't... I don't know,
14: I'll do an after school special message. So um <laughs> if if you're somebody that finds yourself encountering unknown things, because they might be spirits, they might be not spirits as well. Yes. <laughs> Anything. Um if you if you have someone that you feel you can trust with things then just go to that person, especially if you're unsure or scared or, you know, nervous or something Um, just you can test the waters and kind of bring up the subject in like really vague ways and then keep coming back to it just to see how they might respond. You can do that too. I've done that. (laughs) It works. works. But uh, if you have somebody that you can trust, go to them you you don't have to be alone uh with it because sometimes some of the things that you might see might be extremely disturbing yes. um, or you might have an experience that really really bothered you and you might need to talk with someone because just holding that in all that fear and all that is not really healthy um you know just just talk to someone that you can trust and if you are in there well you have to be careful with that. Some therapists might use that against you. If you have a therapist yes. that you trust, then, you know, go to them. If you don't feel like you can go to anybody else, but you know, you don't have to be alone and you're not alone.
9: Yeah. That's a good way to put it in a good answer. So Tara, let them know where to find you at. Cause I'm quite sure everybody's going to find you now. Cause you're amazing.
14: <laughs> are you laughing? I'm trying to give you props. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I giggle. Sometimes I don't know how to take compliments, and I'm just like, I don't believe you, but okay. Like that's <laughs> what? sometimes what happens. So, um, so it's just a, I don't even want to say defense mechanism. It just helps me to get more com- more comfortable. So sometimes I will chuckle, but I'm not necessarily laughing. Thing it's just like a reaction. Um, so right now I am on private <laughs> on uh, um, on Twitter, which is what I typically use most. I do have a Facebook, but that's uh, I can't have people go that's, not, that's not for y'all, slash, uh,
9: yeah,
14: yeah, that, that's not for you guys. Um, you can hear me on Legacy. There you go, now we're talking. Drum. You can hear her
11: murder me.
12: <laughs> uh, but yes, it
14: was written and created by Crystal Storm and um, Hannah Cardiac. Yes. Um, Fantastic together. Great audio drama. And yes. then also, I'm going to be in the same audio drama with Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox experience. Um
11: well she doesn't <laughs> murder me.
9: At
11: least I don't think so. Maybe she does. <laughs> that should be no, your
9: thing. But, uh, they should just bring what? you into every audio drama I'm in just to kill me.
14: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do I I don't I don't think I interact with you.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't
14: think. think I interact with you directly in that in That's the whack. Uh, in the show. That's funny though, yeah that that would be funny. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to Legacy, at, mm, <laughs> something happens to Belvin's character, and then something else happens to Belvin's character.
6: Yeah. If you
14: listen to it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about.
9: Yeah. <laughs> so, no bueno. <laughs> um, um,
14: oh, I am on Twitch, but I don't i I stream sporadically. Um, but it's trulogen five eight seven, I think. Um, she she don't Twitch. never tell
9: me what she twitching so I can go watch it. Not not at all. I don't know why
11: she
14: doesn't. Oh my gosh. I think I did tell you I was gonna the stream the one time. And not then
9: not
11: at all.
14: <laughs> no, I know I told you. Let's not. Let's not <laughs> on the recording. Let's not. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I'm there. And then also, if you join the Discord, uh, the Tales of the Forgotten Discord, and what if you you're said. on Crystal's Discord, <laughs> then you will find me there.
12: Chatting, um, yes. so.
9: Don't play her in a us. She's a killer.
12: I am. I'm and not going to deny that.
9: And she will play it off every time and make you second guess your decisions.
14: She plays for I will for Keep. also not deny that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the goal of the game, though. Like you're supposed to be a liar. You're supposed to be a good liar.
9: And
6: I am and not a good liar. I feel
14: like I feel like playing that game can be a really great um, opportunity to do some acting uh, lessons. There. That's you know, a good like point. Being in character,
12: and yeah, yep. So that's what sometimes
14: I think about that when we play.
9: Did you see that they
11: have a Bug Us? I think it's coming out really soon. A Bug Us in VR?
12: I heard of it. I I
14: wonder what that's going to be like, because when you get got, that's like the first time that happened to me, I actually screamed. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but it was louder than that. I don't want to scream in your ear. It's yeah, fine. I was like, "Oh my goodness, oh my goodness."
9: Um, I think I may get it. Okay. And the next time I play with y'all, I'll play in VR.
14: Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious! Yo, if we need to, we need to message Crystal.
11: She's
6: out.
11: Say, She's, she doesn't go to sleep. He really doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I have a meta quest, so I can play in VR. We can make this happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be... (laughs) See? I have
9: brilliant ideas once in a while. Once in a while.
12: You do. You do, Delvin. See? You do.
9: All right. I guess that's it for us. Well, that's it for y'all. I'm going to end the recording now. (laughs) I'm quite sure Tara has a whole bunch of questions for me now. All right. Mhm. We are out.
14: Peace. We're out.
9: Oh, young man, how can I help you today?
4: Hey, hey, doc. Uh Uh, I got a I have some issues going on. Uh I don't know. I don't really know what where to... what,
9: what kind of issue are we talk about? We're we talking about um erectile dysfunction. We, you know, we have things for that. We have a a, a, a numerous no. things cuz you know, this is not necessarily a normal hospital that you would go to. what is that on your neck, by the way?
4: The, no, that's that's uh that's nothing. That's nothing. That was uh, it's it's that doesn't look like nothing. No, it's it's fine. It's it's not really here. I'm not here for that, really. I'm here for like my. I saw my hair was falling out in clumps. Well, well, for one, it was like really. You're
9: in a erectile dysfunction clinic, so we don't deal with hair. So
4: this that's a whole different thing. Is that what,
9: also what? What what is that on your neck? I didn't. That that looks like a pretty that a bite uh looks, looks pretty bad it's it's it's, it's pussing up no it, yeah you probably should go to an actual doctor
4: let, let me let me get let me get. yeah okay all right all right let me let me let me let me let me explain okay. okay i was i was walking i was walking down the street and and some some guy was like you know trying to call me into an alley and Whoa! Well, well, what?
9: what where was, is this story going? But, Call you an alley?
4: No, I'm just, I'm just letting you, I'm just letting you know what happened. And then I, I follow this guy. And then, why, and why then are he, you following guys in the alleys? That's the first thing that's wrong with this whole story. Well, are you, I thought you were a professional doctor. You're not supposed to be judging me. You know, I the, mean, where does it say but, I can't judge you for what you're doing? Like that, that doesn't sound safe at all. All, 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 all right, Any, following all right, guys so in the alleys. He, here's what happened. I went, I took a few steps into the alley, and then something jumped out at me and bit me it i'm not sure what was something it was maybe you need a rabies shot was it a what is it an animal was it a uh no no it was it was a little bigger uh define bigger was it a lion like in the movie beast was was it no no it was uh might might have been like human size but but you know it's i don't think it was one of those zombies that people were talking about
6: because you know it's it's
4: it's it's not real like all that stuff that's going on uh, so have you not
9: watched the news
4: it's yeah. I've been watching the news. I watched Fox News all the time.
9: No, 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 there's nothing, The actual there's news. Going on.
4: No, there's, no, there's no, no, nothing. Not
9: Fox News. That's like that's like watching Saturday morning cartoons.
4: Hey, the actual news. No, that's that's the news. I I watch it all the time, and and they said that there's nothing real about zombies and all that stuff, all the vampires and and everything else that's going on. And have no, you not I, been watching anything that's going on with this? People are dying. And you just came
9: in here with this mark on your neck, and you're telling me you got bit by what was clearly a zombie.
4: Look, it wasn't a zombie. You weren't there. Okay, you you don't know what's going on. And by and even if it was, even if it was, I I took you know the 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 horse tranquilizers that the, the guy told me to. But the you know the guy in the the podcast he was Who talking about it. Who told you and, that? And then they were talking about the news, and and it's like supposed to counteract whatever happens if you get bit by a zombie.
9: Lord Jesus, and
4: and, you know, just in case I did it, and it was it was like rough because holy shit, (laughs) let me tell you the stuff that came out of my ass, I couldn't even begin to describe. I'm a little concerned, but you know, it's I'm past that now, and now it's like my hair is falling out, and I may have like you know what what I'm here for. You know and this this place i know what this place is i was lying but you know it's that's not the point the point is that you know it wasn't a zombie it's not real and and you know it's i'm i'm all right with that but but you know i'm Uh-oh. i'm just feeling a little a little off a little bit you know and, I'm a little
9: concerned because your hair is falling out you're clearly pale <clears throat>
4: oh man it, it, you're getting sicker and sicker, no. by the way. You look horrible. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. Uh you look like you're you're on meth. <laughs> no, which is not. which is not a good look for you. All right. Uh look, it's been it's been about two days since this happened, okay?
9: Two oh be, two days.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's been two days.
9: This motherfucker can turn any minute. Yeah, 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 you got you got to go. You got to get you ain't got to go home. I, I mean, but you got to get get out, get the fuck up out of here, nurse. No, don't nurse, nurse. No, no, no. he doesn't want dick pills. I'll, I'll take those. No, 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 no. He's he's I'll, he's I'll a take zombie, those anyway. No, zombie. no okay, fine. No, no, whatever, nurse. You no, know? nurse. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Uh, you, you can sit in here, eat, eat, whatever the fuck you want to. I'm not going to be here for that. shit. That's a liability that I don't want on my head. I just got sued by some other people. Not getting sued again for this. I'm not dying for this trash-ass hospital. I can sell my wiener pills elsewhere. Come on. I really wanted those pills. Oh, matter of fact, fuck this. I quit. I'm going to work. go work for Manscape. Better benefits. Fuck this shit.
2: Hey, I think this is the room over here.
7: Sorry. Oh, smells like about to be dead people up in here. Yo. You got bit by a zombie. I can smell it. What? Like I can literally smell it. No, I didn't. No, no, no. no. Just, Bullshit. No, Bullshit. No, you got bit by You a know, know you got bit by a zombie. Stop being the person in the horror movie that don't tell people that they got bit by a zombie. Nobody likes that person. Nobody so,
2: likes the guy who hides their zombie bite from
4: the rest of the group. Nobody. No, I...
7: Nobody likes that person. I know you got bit. What time?
4: And it wasn't a zombie, all right? There's no such thing as zombies. What, shut up. What time? Look, if I did get bit by a zombie, it was probably about four o'clock on Tuesday. Okay.
7: Uh-huh. Ten.
4: What? What? Why you count? Nine. Are you serious right now? Eight.
7: You're talking bullshit. Come on, this is. Seven. Th- your breast stinks. Stop talking to me. I have rights too. Six.
4: When I get out of here, I'm going straight to the news. Five, I'm gonna let them know how I'm getting treated here.
7: Four. Get ready, Hunter. Oh. I'm ready. Get. Three. Get ready for. Two. Uh, one. Mm.
2: What I say? What I say? I hate that they're always juicy. Why they try
7: to even argue with
14: me? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like why they? Listen.
7: Don't be that person. That doesn't say when you have a zombie bite. Just just take the L. Come on, Hunter. Let's go.
9: Damn. Say, do you think I can probably get some dick pills here? Last but certainly not least, we got Mr. Terry Graham on to tell us some very interesting spooky stories. Continuing the Halloween special, I have a special guest on. Let him know who you are, brother. Uh, this is
15: Terry Graham. I'm from Farrell, PA
9: okay okay so i was told you have some spooky stories to get to some paranormal weird things but before we get to that terry uh-huh as always we like to start the podcast off with five for five five questions five as to get the ball rolling terry are you ready
6: uh ready
9: okay question number one what's your favorite halloween candy uh candy corn that's a terrible answer <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Question number two. What uh-huh. do you think was the silliest outfit you ever wore for Halloween?
15: Uh, It was a simple one. It was a sheet, holes cut out for a ghost. Okay. Like
9: Charlie Brown. Like Casper the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
15: Exactly. Okay. Like Charlie Brown. Like Charlie Brown.
9: That's, that's the classic. That's the classic <laughs> one. That's, especially that's the one where we, <laughs> we don't have no money. <laughs> exactly. I was getting ready to say that. When you ain't got no money, that's what you come up with. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was the ghost a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was the ghost as a kid a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Question number three. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Halloween song?
11: oh oh there's a few good ones out there
15: there are uh i didn't have one really growing up but uh when i became an adult uh thriller
6: that's dancing Uh, my name yeah
15: (laughs) yeah michael yeah you could dance to it enjoy it and and uh well i was past the spooky scary stage but i knew the little kids that like uh his video on that, so yeah, that that I would say that was my favorite. Yeah.
9: yeah, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. I I, I love that song. It's <laughs> it's replaced the monster Master, and all that other crap <laughs> the Halloween. Yeah, song. exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Give, give me some soul for Halloween songs any day. Oh yeah, yeah,
15: it's something that we could dance to. Exactly at, at a good Halloween party. Yeah, because once you it. become an adult. Yeah, it's not about being scared. It's about going out and having a good time.
9: I agree 100%. All right, Mm -hmm. question question number four. And this is going to be a funny one for you. What do you think is the dumbest Halloween game? Oh, Halloween game. Because, you know, when you go to the party, they play Halloween games and stuff like that. Which one do you like? That's not for me.
15: I wouldn't say like but one I didn't like, and I don't even know if it was a Halloween game, but I seemed like it was always in October and people had it, and that was dunking for apples.
2: That's, that's I mean, the one and, I
15: hate. <laughs> yeah, you throw the apples in a, a tub of cold water, and then you're supposed to dunk your face in there, and hopefully none of your enemies are standing around because you don't want them holding your head underwater. When, you know Exactly. Then, but, then, you,
9: then you think about how, All these other people are ducking their heads in that water, trying to grab apples with their their, their spit and germs. (laughs) All (laughs) going into that. One bucket. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
15: Yeah, it'd be unfortunate. You come behind a kid whose nose is snotty and, you know. Yeah. No. I I vividly remember
9: going to a couple of parties and seeing people do that like, nah, I'm okay. (laughs)
15: Yeah, that's it. That's
9: it. Definitely. All right. Question number five. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite horror movie icon?
15: Oh, the werewolf. Oh, yeah, the and, uh, Yeah, that would be uh, Lon Chaney. I believe that was Lon Chaney who played the... This is way before your time. It was actually before my time. But uh, when I was coming up, that was the werewolf that was coming out then. Lon Chaney, I believe. OK, now, I always tell people, don't just believe me, Google it and confirm it, but I believe it's lawn chain.
9: Okay, I'm definitely going to check that out. I, I feel okay. like those classic movie monsters, like, uh, I guess Frankenstein, Dracula, werewolf, yeah, all hold up. You can do those now, they still yeah. work.:
15: Yep. yep. Yeah, I felt bad for uh, the werewolf and Frankenstein because they didn't want to be who they were. And uh, they always wound up at the uh, bad end of the stick. Yeah, they're being chased, tormented, or whatever.
9: I I like that aspect of storytelling. Like, hey, this is somebody who doesn't want to be this, but because of circumstances, they got to kind. It's just a bad hand they were dealt. That's it. That's it. Always fascinating. I I like stories like that that kind of have layers to it.
11: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, Terry, let me ask you
9: uh-huh. this. Let's hear the stories. What kind of horror phenomena or paranormal things you've seen maybe growing up, as you're older now? What, what? Tell me some of these stories that you've experienced in your life. Well, there, there's so
15: many. Uh, uh, <laughs> Terry, When Terry first told me about your request, I thought that this one initially, and she brought it to my mind, and this was about an incident that happened in Pittsburgh. Several incidents happened in Pittsburgh, but this one in particular uh, kind of stood out immediately. But, uh, I mean, growing up, there's so many things. Uh, I don't know if I was just, uh, how do you want to say, sensitive to these things. Uh, my mother and my grandmother on my mom's side they, they they were sensitive to some things. Uh,
9: Let me ask you a question. Did uh-huh. you grow up in the South or any type of areas like that, the countryside areas or things like that?
15: Well, when I say grow up, uh, from the time that I was born, uh, my mom and dad moved up here. My dad followed his uh, uncles up here from South Carolina okay. uh, to get into the steel mills. So I was born up here in Sharon, PA. However uh being that my mom and dad had just moved up here and getting started trying to get established I stayed with my grandparents her parents uh for the first year of my life in South Carolina Okay and then from that point on every year I'd spend the summer down there then when my brother came along every year up until we were 19 years old we always spent the summers in North Carolina
9: So okay. I
6: asked that,
9: that Go ahead I, I asked that because Everyone I know from the South, because I live in the South, okay, who live in the country or country areas, always mm-hmm. experience paranormal, weird stuff, or they have stories to tell you about it. They they don't shut their mouth about it. They're not quiet about it. They will tell you, like, this is what happened. I saw it. And they were 100% positive on what they saw.
15: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it might be a little bit before your time. I don't know what, if if you grew up in a rural area, but when I was coming up, the area where we're at there was no street lights
6: okay yeah so
15: when when it was nighttime it was tr- it was black as night you could hold your hand up in front of your face and you couldn't see it that's how that's how dark it was so it- a lot of things uh <laughs> you didn't want to be outside M- more or less not necessarily because of paranormal things but you know you'd have to worry about stepping on a snake or you know sup- something like that
9: Oh yeah. I, I used to go when I was a kid, I used to go for summer to Georgia in the country with my um granddad's family. And uh-huh. they had it was straight up country, and they had this this trailer that they would put the kids in. <laughs> <And> this, <laughs> this how this tells you how, how long ago this was. There's no way to uh-huh. get, get away with this today. It was this old trailer that the kids would sleep in, and every uh-huh. night we would see bats flying through the trailer.
15: Oh my goodness, no, no! Uh-uh.
9: <laughs> it was just a common thing. Like, how is this okay?
15: You should report your grandparents even now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh-uh-uh. Yeah, I saw well, some. What part of Georgia Jordan. you come up in?
9: Um, that was in Cochran, Georgia.
15: Okay, I've heard of that. I've heard
9: of that. Yeah, that was an okay. a interesting place to, to spend summers in, to say the least. I have so many interesting, weird stories about that area of Georgia, especially around that time. I was probably like nine or 10. So that was probably like the 80s. Uh, but it was, uh, it was weird. Like, um, I remember, I have vivid memories of, and this is not a thing now, there. I haven't seen it last month, and uh. that was a couple of years ago. I remember walking with my cousin. And I want to say it was like probably like six, seven o'clock at night, and passing uh-huh. by churches that were clearly clans churches. And the people are outside in their robes and stuff like that. And you see them burn the cross. We're like, nope, we got to go now. And that mm-hmm. was like a common thing there. I'm like, no, no, no.
15: <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, I saw my, I didn't see my first Klansman until I was uh, 20. 21, and that was in Lower South Carolina. And actually, it was during the day. He must have just come from a Klan meeting because he still had on his robe, but he was carrying his hood in, <laughs> under his arm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
9: that, I i, I, I got to tell you, that is a sight you will never forget. No, you don't. At all. You don't. And I was eight, and I still remember it to this day.
15: Well, you know what? I'm glad no harm or her came to you and your cousin for
6: sure.
9: Definitely. That was a terrifying thing. Oh my goodness. Tell me some of these stories. Tell me the story you was getting ready to tell me about what you experienced.
15: Uh, Would you want me to go into the story that I, uh, that I was telling Tara? Yeah. Be my guest. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, This is uh, back in October of 1973. And I'm going to do this. The way I'm going to tell is, I'm just going to tell it. And if you have any questions, I'm going through. You know, feel free. Okay. But back Perfect. in October nineteen 19- Okay. Back in October 1973, I was a junior psych major at the University of Pittsburgh, and I was living off campus uh, with my cousin. His name was Guy Saeed, and we grew up as family. His uh, his family actually, his father came from Yemen. And my aunt's father came from Yemen. My aunt was my aunt by marriage. And that's how we went with each other as cousins. Uh, these two men came over from uh, Yemen, Saudi Arabia, uh, together on a boat when they got over here. Uh, they had kids, Guy being uh, one set. And my aunt, uh, her dad, uh, he, he, my aunt's dad actually married a black woman. But Guy's mother actually married uh, Italian lady, but anyway, that that's just to give you an idea of how Guy Saeed become, uh, well, became part of my family. So the address that we lived at in Pittsburgh was 160 South Fairmont, Pittsburgh. And uh, Pittsburgh, if you ever been to it, you realize it's got a lot of sections. And these sections of Pittsburgh have their own distinct culture and their own name. And the section that have town it guy and I was living in off-campus was called East Liberty. Uh, East Liberty was an older section of Pittsburgh. A lot of the homes there were like three-story mansions. And at least for me, you know, this kid from Furl, we didn't have much money. They were mansions. However, all the money that at one time owned these homes was gone. And these mansions were now converted into apartments. Our buildings was, well, our building was large enough that it was converted into seven units. Myself and Guy's unit was at the very top. However, the top area was so large that um, it was able to put two units up there. Uh, if you're looking at the front of the building, my unit was on the left and the other unit across the uh, uh, landing from us was on the right. The layout was such that when you came into the front door, you um there's three units on the first floor and then you walk up a flight of stairs and there's two units on the second floor and then you came to another flight of stairs and you walk up that that was where uh guys and and my apartment was Now that flight of stairs was so narrow that you know uh, you could touch both uh walls on either side of you as you walked up the stairs and then when you got to the top it ended in a landing. And if you stood on that landing and stretched out your arms, you could literally knock on my front door and you could knock on our neighbor's front door. Now our neighbor uh, was a good friend of ours. His name was Ron. And we had an agreement with Ron that if he wasn't home and at work and someone came to visit him, uh, that visitor could stay at our place until uh, Ron got home. Uh, the incident, that I'm gonna speak about began on a Tuesday evening around news time, which would be between 6 and 7 p.m. Guy and myself, we were just sitting around watching TV, watching, uh, well, I think we was, in fact, watching the news. And while we're sitting there, we hear a knocking at the Ron's door. So Guy got up to go ask, you know, whoever it was, because they kept on knocking if they wanted to they can come in our place and wait till ron got home because we knew he'd get home probably about seven thirty, you no know, later than eight so this guy got up to go to the door before he could open it he heard the person walk back down the stairs so we thought nothing of it now that was tuesday night wednesday night again around the same time we hear knocking at ron's door this time i got up to go answer the door and again, before I could open the door, the person, we could hear them. They go right back down the stairs. Okay. Again, we don't think that much of it. Thursday night rolls around. Again, around news time, 6, 7 o'clock, knock, 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 right at Ron's door. Now, both Guy and I realize at this time, you know, th- th- this is getting weird. This is getting strange. But we use the same approach. One of us got up to go answer the door, and the person was gone. All right, so now we figure somebody's playing us. So that same night, Thursday night, we sat down and we said, if this is going to come up again on Friday, if this happens again on Friday, we're going to catch whoever this is. So we came up with a plan. We noticed that whenever this knocking was occurring, the only time it really stopped if, if if our hand touched the doorknob, they, you could walk toward the door and they could uh, continue to knock. However, if we touched the knob, that's when they started going down the stairs before we could open up the door. So now we figured it, okay, so that's the way they're going to play it. So what we did is you have to remember when you come to the top of the stairs at the landing, you can actually touch Ron's door and you could touch our door. So what Guy and I figured is that before we even touch the doorknob, one of us is going to be in front, one of us is going to be in back, and we're just going to sling the door open to catch whoever this is. And the only way they can escape us is go down the door, excuse me, go down the stairs and either go out the front set of stairs, which leads to the front, but there's a second set of stairs that leads to the back of the building. So God was going to take the back stairs. I'm going to take the front stairs because there's no way they can outrun both of us at the same, you know, we, we, at, at this time I, we were both in our twenties. So neither one of us was slow. So y'all prepared. So yeah, we we prepared. We, 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 we got our plan. So Friday night rolls around and lo and behold, just between six and seven o'clock knock 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 on ron's door so i said all right guy (laughs) we got him this time we got him so we ease on up to the door and we're going to go on five i wasn't counting out loud what i was doing was showing guy my hand i was going one you know just showing my fingers one two three so he knew when my hand hit five we were gone so that's exactly what we did. We're easing to the door, and it's steady knocking. We can hear them just knock, 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 knock. And we're standing at the door. Knock, 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 knock. They were right across the hall from us. So my hand touches the knob, and that's when we hear it hit the chair. But we done got the door open, saw nobody, said, hit it, guy, we hit it. He went to the rear, because when we hit the second floor, he went to the rear, I went to the front. We could still hear the footsteps, but we couldn't hear which steps they were going down, so we hit right on down to the first floor. I went to the front door, guy at the back door. There's no other way out. You either got to go to the front or to the back. We stopped, met each other. We saw nobody. We saw no one. And there's no way that they could have got away from us, because... You figure unless somebody was standing in their apartment left the door wide open, even if they did that, they'd have to slam the door to beat us from catching them closing the door. But we even questioned our uh the other tenants later on because we knew everybody in the building say, Hey, was one of y'all trying to, you know, play us? No. Cause everybody that lived in that apartment, we were the only students. Everybody else had a job during the day. So nobody was home. So What we did is we we figured that Hey, there's no way that this could have happened because the bottom line is, even at the top of the stairs, there's no way we couldn't have seen somebody if nothing but their back going down the stairs, but we never did never saw anybody. And that was it. We, We never, after we did that, that knocking never occurred again. That was a Friday night, and the rest of the year, in October of 73, we never had that uh, happen again.
9: But there were other things that happened
15: in that building,
9: too. (laughs) Oh, I definitely (laughs) want to hear that, because you painted such a great picture of what happened in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it also seems like
11: spirits knocking on doors is a common thing. Yeah. I don't know why is it
9: yeah. common thing, but it seems like they they like to knock on doors. I don't know for what reason. I don't know <laughs> if it's trying to get get you to open the door so they can come inside. I don't know what the rules of engagement is, but it's always seems like they are at your door knocking.
15: Well, you know what? Let, let me tell you this because it could be an addendum to that to this same story. Okay. Um, in seventy four. Okay. Uh, 74? Yeah, 74. I came back down during the summer to take a course. And uh, I, did, I didn't have enough money to get a separate apartment. And, but Ron, our, our old neighbor, was still say, staying in that same building. So this is the same building, 160 South Vermont, still the same building. So I asked Ron, I said, could I stay in your apartment with you? I, you know, I'll give you some money uh while i complete this course i'm just going to be down here a few weeks during the summer he said yeah sure no problem no problem now ron's apartment was in efficiency uh just about uh, It had one bedroom the living room was maybe four feet by 10 feet and then right off from there is your kitchen and right off from the kitchen is a bathroom it's a tiny apartment uh my apartment my old apartment guy's apartment was much larger big bedroom big living room big bathroom big kitchen but Ron's was tiny so i'm staying in Ron's apartment i don't know how many weeks into uh, my classes i was but one uh one afternoon i came home from uh class and um I was laying down on the couch. Now, his couch, again, uh, was right beside the front door. If you're laying on the couch and you put your leg out, you could actually touch his front door. That's how small his front room was. So I'm laying on the couch, and I just happened to fall asleep because it was a hot, and Ron didn't have air conditioning. It was a hot day, so I fall asleep. And something woke me up. But when it woke me up, it said, do not open your eyes. And while I'm laying there, so I I, I, I ain't opening up my eyes. So while I'm laying there, you can actually feel, I actually felt someone looking over me. Oh. And that whatever it was looking over me, I felt it move away from me and go into Ron's bedroom. And then it came back and looked over me again and went into the kitchen area. And then it came back, looked at me again, and it went out that door. It wasn't a closing of the door, but I know it went out the door. And at that time, that same spirit told me you can open your eyes now. And after that, I got up.
6: <laughs>
15: I got up and ease on out the apartment. <laughs> yeah, I done left. I'd have
9: left for the rest of yeah. the
11: year.
15: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't leave for the rest of the year, but I got out of there at that point in time until Ron got home, and it was a beautiful day. That's the whole thing. It was a beautiful day, but that made me connect back to that earlier story about the knocking on his door because I said, well, something was trying to get in or something was letting us know that it wanted in, and, and that's the only connection I can make with, with, with that apartment.
9: And it seemed like something wanted to get in to run. And it came back and yeah, went to yeah. his room.
15: Yep. That yep. is so weird. That's very true. That is true. But that all what I told you, it, it truly happened. I'm not one to, uh, mm, I, I try to be logical about things. Me too. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not one to say just to make up a story to make up a story. Um, uh, When something happens, it happens. And I just have to tell it the way
9: it is. It's Well, this has been fascinating for me because during the, especially this year, hearing other people's stories brings me back to other weird things I've experienced that I just never thought right back. Just kind of just took out my mind and just Uh completely forgot about But it was so many stories of things that I saw that. Now that I think about it, I'm like, huh, that wasn't too kosher. (laughs) <laughs> like I told on a yeah. on an early interview, how I was sleeping, and I I, I, was clearly, I I'm I'm a pretty light sleeper. I was sleeping, and I heard <laughs> almost an animalistic scream that didn't sound like anything a human would make, or anything a normal animal would make. And it woke me up out my sleep. And I spent, I think that was like I want to say that was four o'clock in the morning. I spent like hours trying to figure out. Where that sound came from, and where how did you that side? I was at home. I was home like, being in Miami. It was um like I said, I was at my house. I want to say this was. I don't remember the year it was now, but I do remember I was I was sleeping, and I heard heard this noise. Like I said, it was an animalistic type yell, but it wasn't an animal and it wasn't a human. I cannot almost sound like a monster. It was like a scream and i uh-huh. woke up i said what was that i walked outside now, i remember me walking outside because it was early in the morning it was it was early as one of those weird days where the, the sky looked almost like it was red but yeah. it wasn't yeah, because, and i was and it was nobody outside i i want to say it was it was had to be around winter time here because you know in miami Winter is like 70, time 60 degrees. ain't like our wintertime. <laughs> exactly, like <laughs> 70, 60 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember walking outside and nobody being outside. Like, How old were you? I was, I want to say my 20s.
15: Okay, now, and, and here's where my logic comes in. All right. You didn't see anybody. You didn't, you know, notice anything unusual. Did you check the papers to see if there might have been any robberies or murders
9: in your area? No, because in Miami there's robberies and murders every week.
15: <laughs> every, all the time. All the time. <laughs> but I'm talking in your particular area where it would have been close enough for you to hear somebody oh. scream or Oh, that 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 doesn't make a difference in <laughs> Miami.
9: That is a common occurrence in almost every oh, area. Oh
6: my goodness. Miami is a uh-uh.
9: crime infected city. This is like you ever watched the movie Robocop?
6: Yeah,
15: yeah. But
9: Miami's like That's
15: Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been to Miami. Got people down there. Yeah, yeah my, got a bunch of people down there.
9: Miami's an interesting place to say the least.
15: Yep. Yeah. yes it is. Yes it is. But I, I liked it. Other than the heat,
9: yeah, I, man, I liked it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool if you can get used to the weather. Well, the weather's not too what bad. What else happened to tell you? Um, I've had a couple of things. I, I remember. I I've told it, I'm quite sure I've told this story before. I used to live, I was in high school.
0: And mm-hmm. I lived
9: next to um, I want to say they were, they were Jehovah's Witnesses. I want to see if I remember correct. Uh-huh. I want to get this right. No, they weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. They they believed in Sangria. But I remember oh, okay. I, I, I say this because I remember every Sunday they would do rituals in the backyard. And they were my neighbors. I was really cool with the um, the, the kid. He went to school with me and stuff like that. He, he would always tell me not to tell anybody about this because they would take like an animal carcass and they would burn it in the backyard and you would see like, um it'd be like a whole bunch of smoke and they would do rituals and stuff like that in the backyard and they would put on their front door, they would put like a little drop of blood on their front door. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, and I remember just seeing this all the time and not knowing what it was. Didn't quite understand it, but they, essentially what he told me was they were doing this to waterway spirits. Oh, okay. All and, right. Yeah. And I always found that fascinating. And I I asked him about it, but I never really got into it because I knew he was un, he was uncomfortable talking about it because he was like, I because we were like in high school, and, and I'm quite uh-huh. sure he didn't want he didn't want his our friends knowing like, hey, this is what's going on in my house and stuff like that. and Yeah. yeah. I, I just happened to be his neighbor. He was like, no, don't tell people that, that this is going on. <laughs> but I I, I remember... Well, you, go ahead. I remember a couple of things. I remember seeing, like... Uh, I remember like... Now this, I remember not too long ago. This was, um, I want to say, 20, 2009. I, uh, it was August. I want to say. Uh-huh. I remember being outside and it was daylight, like maybe like five o'clock, six o'clock in the afternoon. Sitting outside and seeing something flying in the sky. To this day, I still don't know what it was. And I would, and it wasn't just me. It was a few people outside who saw the exact same thing, and we were all looking at this thing like it wasn't a plane, it wasn't a weather balloon, and it wasn't a drone because it was too hot to be it a drone.
15: Was, well, well, any distinct color
12: uh, color to it, or
11: it looked almost like a light.
12: Okay, but okay. it was like
11: it was like a
9: hmm like like a straight light and you see it like s- go across the sky to one side the other side go forward go back go up go down and you see it doing this erratic motion and it, it, the way it was doing it it was too fast to be like a regular ship because no ships that we know maneuver like that right and it, right and, it, and it, it wasn't nothing that could be explained by science. So we sat there like this. This isn't a weather balloon. This is nothing like that. Nothing that we know moved like this. And this is something that it was just something so weird. And we sat there. and so watched it
15: actually, it. What you're describing sounds like a UFO.
9: Yes. And we sat there and watched it for like 15 minutes. And this is one of those things where. We I call people outside like, hey, what is that? People are like, I don't know what that is. And everybody I asked, the people were coming outside as I was showing them. They had no clue what it was. Nobody had any explanation for it whatsoever. People were like, it, it's got to be something. it got to be a drone, but I no mean, drone moves like that that high in the sky. And no, it, was, no. it was so weird. And it, it wasn't at night. It was in broad daylight. Like I said, it was this was like around, I think it was daylight savings because it was still like bright and sunny in, a, in a, like what? at 6 p.m.
15: Oh, yeah, yeah, it, and, and uh, I've witnessed what I believe was a UFO uh, ooh, probably about 20 years ago. It was a silver thing. Uh,
9: it could have been silver, now uh, that you mention it. You know,
15: well, the, what I saw was silver, and it was a shape of a ball, so it didn't have wings to it. And I saw it uh, going down the highway, and I was out working. I was going to a job. And I'm looking at it, and it was stationary. So I'm traveling probably about 60, 65 miles an hour headed towards the silver thing. And, you know, it just happened to be lined up with the highway. And it's just sitting there. Now, at this point in time during the day, a plane is going to be moving. It's going to move either to your left or to your right, or it's going to move forward and out of your view or move, you know, it's gonna come past you and fly over you, yeah. but it stayed right there. And uh, as I kept watching, it's just stayed there. And then all of a sudden, pop! It's gone. Let, and let it's not—it's not, it's not gone. You know, to my left or right or back or forward. It's just pop! It's gone.
9: Yeah. Let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. Did it make any noise? No, no. I was
15: too far away for it to be making noise. You have to understand. It was about the size of a, uh eraser. The head, okay. the, it, it, that, that's how far in the distance it was. It looked like about the size of an eraser head. I, so I, that's how far away.
9: I asked that because I was thinking, remembering what I saw in the sky that day did not make a loud noise. Okay. It wasn't like an airplane or anything like that where you could hear, okay, you can hear it coming. No, it didn't make any, barely any noise. Mm-hmm. just saw it so that's why people thought it was a drone at first but like Jones don't move like that
15: no, and, and you know uh, and I'll ask you this do you believe that we're the only uh, intelligent beings in the universe not at all not even close no 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 no. and, and I'm just saying well I mean you'd have to be I mean wh- why would you you have to be pretty arrogant to think that all this is out there <laughs> Yes, and and we're the only ones. You ain't, ain't ain't nobody else out there, you know. I, I agree. Uh, to, to, that 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 speaks of arrogance to me, you know. Because uh, probably at one time before they discovered, you know, other parts of the world, they probably thought, you know, Europeans or whoever. Well, not just Europeans. Any native people probably thought they were the only ones in the in, on, on this planet.
9: Yeah, they they probably did. I think. Um... Yes, there's a lot of science to things, and I know when people talk about science, they think of the the biblical aspects of, like, oh, it can't be right because the Bible says this. But I don't Mm -hmm. think... I think the Bible is only one part of it, one aspect of things, in terms of, like, why couldn't there have been other planets that's created with their own Bibles and their own religions and so forth and so on? Why would all these infinite galaxies be out there and we be the only ones inhabiting one planet? Mm -hmm. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense. Never did to
15: me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's like you know. We believe God made all this for us. That that to me is like a child who believes that when you buy something or buy a bunch of stuff, everything belongs to them because they're your child. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh,
9: I, I've always looked know. at it like God is like Nick Cannon. He just has a bunch of children all around the world. <laughs> That's it. That's all it. around exactly. The, multiple planets with different. Humans, other species that are intelligent that we can't see, that we probably don't even know it's out there. But mm-hmm. they're out there. Yeah, they are. They're out there. They're out
15: there. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, you, you know, there, there's so many things I could tell you about um that, you know, I, like I said, I don't know if I'm sensitive to it or, you know, some things, some people are like magnets, they draw things to them, to themselves. So uh you know, sometimes you just have to be aware of that. Oh, you oh yeah, definitely.
9: You can feel free to free, feel free to tell a little story if you want to. I'm enjoying this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is great.
15: Well, I'll tell you one more story, then I'll let I'll let Tara talk to you. Uh, again, this this is down south. Uh when when I was coming up, I was probably let's see. My grand, this was on my mom's side. My grandparents' home burned down in 62. So I would have been 10 in 62. But so I'll back it up because this happened before that. So I was probably eight, seven or eight. No, I was, I was probably eight, eight or nine years old. Um, my grandparents at that time, again, this is, they, they own the farm. So they're out in the country uh today people would call it a shack but i never considered it a shack it was a wood sided building with a tin roof uh didn't have a bathroom on the inside uh do you know
9: what a slop jar is i think so yes
15: okay a slop jar just so that we're on the same page a slop jar was that's where you went to the bathroom it was uh uh, a pail about the size uh, a little bit smaller than a five gallon bucket uh, made of steel had a porcelain uh coating to it and it had a lid and that's what you use for your bathroom if you didn't want to go outside that's what you use and then during the day you would take it out into the field if you use it and bury whatever you <laughs> you know whatever you put out but anyway well so I
9: gotta tell the you. House? That's Go one ahead. thing I appreciate about modern technology. That we ain't
6: got
15: to do that. <laughs> nonsense. You <got> the <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm with you on that. I, too, I'm 100 percent with you on that. But uh so so this house, I'm just trying to give you a feel for the house. The house didn't have uh didn't have a bathroom, did not have uh a faucet on the inside of the house. What we had was a hand pump that was inside the house, but all that produces cold water. And I mean, it came straight out the ground, but it was like ice cold and it tasted the best water you could ever taste. And we didn't have, uh, well, we had electric, my grandparents did have electric, but they didn't have gas. So any cooking that my grandmother did was on a wood stove. We'd have to chop wood and bring the wood in and she'd cook it like that. So Again, as I told you before, my brother and I would spend our summers down there. And again, this is in the summer. So I'm sleeping in uh, the place had one, two, three bedrooms. And my brother and I slept in the one bedroom uh, closest to the kitchen. So this one night sleeping, you have to have the windows open. We didn't have a fan to let the breeze come in. And where we live was close to the ocean. The ocean was maybe about, two miles away and we get a breeze coming in off of the ocean so we're laying there i went to sleep knocked out and again like i told you spirit tells you to wake up i woke up that night and the spirit said just you know lay there don't don't do nothing and up against the wall because it was a moonlit night i told you how black it gets but this is a moonlit night up against the wall was a shadow and it was a man's shadow. It wasn't my grandfather, though. And there was no other man in the house at the time. It was just my grandparents and me and my brother. And that shadow just stood there on the wall. And I'm looking at it. I don't know if it's looking at me, but I'm looking at it. And never spoke to it because something just told me, you know, don't address it. And I just, just like a little, uh, a, a little puppy, I curled up and got up under the covers and didn't look at it no more. Next morning, I told my grandmother about it. Mm -mm. She she, she didn't know nothing about it. Now, here's here's the thing that really makes me aware that this really happened. So, here about a month ago, I'm talking to my mom. And I told my mom the same story I just told you. She said... Terry, did that happen in uh, the old house, the house before it burned out? I said, yeah. He said, I'm going to tell you this. I don't believe I ever told you this before, but you was about a year old, and we were sitting in that same house. No, no. I wasn't a year old because they hadn't moved to North Carolina at that time. I was older than that. I was maybe about two. Okay. Yeah, I was about two. Cause she said I was sleeping in that same room in that same room I just told you about. She said she was sleeping. And what had happened, my grandparents had gone somewhere and my dad had went down to see his mother who's in South Carolina. So there's nobody home, but me and her and my baby and, and my baby brother at that time. So she said, yeah, we were sitting in there and a storm rolled up and the hair on the back of her neck rose up and she could hear somebody moving around back there in the kitchen. And you got to remember that room that I'm sleeping in is adjacent to the kitchen. And she said, something told her to go get me. And she immediately went and got me and brought me back around there where, where uh, the baby was at. And we stayed in there. And she could hear that whoever it was still moving around in the kitchen in there, but she never saw anybody. Never saw anybody. And I don't know if she went and got my granddad's gun or what, but what happened was nothing ever came of it. it. Never came forward, but she knew it wasn't right. She knew it wasn't something that, you know, she wanted to meet. And that was, I said, Ma, you never told me that. She said, you never told me your story. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And and, and, and and that just confirmed that something was going on at their house. I forget what she told me. I think she said that house was occupied by a man. And it was a white gentleman who used, he, he, he didn't like black people. He didn't oh. like black people. And he talked about them every time they walked past his house. Cause it was a dirt road at that time. You know, he'd be yelling at them, get out of here, you know, using the N word. And what happened was they never caught these boys, but they believed two boys. Came up and beat him to death. Uh uh he didn't survive the house, let's say that. He didn't survive the house. He didn't wind up selling it. He he got killed. So my mom always believed that might have been his spirit. Wow. So that, here it's almost sixty some years later, she confirmed <laughs> something was going on in that house.
9: Wow, that's incredible. Yep. That is yeah. incredible. Yeah, you 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 killed this. You you understood the assignment very well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciate having you on, man. This was fantastic to say the least.
15: Well, I enjoyed talking to you, man. I really did. Likewise, uh, it, I, it's good. Yeah, it, when you can talk to somebody who believes, because you know, you it, it's good to tell one story for little kids just to scare them. But when you tell people things that truly happen. And you get confirmation
9: that makes you realize you ain't you ain't crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Like, I think all these stories kind of get held in the back of our mind because we're like, nobody's going to believe us when we tell this. And then when you yeah. find out who actually yep. knows and has experience in it, you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is not just the one-time thing that's happened mm-hmm. only to me. Yeah.
15: Yeah. Well, look, I'm going to turn you back over to Tara. I do have to make a run here. But okay, again, bro. I really enjoy talking to you. If you ever want to talk again, hey, feel we free. De-
9: we definitely gonna do that. Definitely. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You take care now. You too. All right. Thank you for listening to this year's Halloween special. Before I bid you adieu, I want to thank everyone who was involved, whether it's Los, yeah, I know Los, Tara, Chalfi, Crystal, Guama, Fowler, Matt, Lindsay, April, Alan, Ken, Mikey Flash for the music, Adam, and of course, Mr. Terry Graham. Last but not least, my boy, Brian Hawkins. Thank you. And we may have something else after this.
14: That's fine. will see. I won't.
9: That's debatable. We'll see.
14: Oh, that's how she says it. Okay. Yes. See, it's a big... A
9: big difference to how you said it and how she said it.
14: No, I was being, like, inviting.
9: No, 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 no. No, the way you said yes, it.
14: Yes, I was. No, it was, no, know, no, 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 no. This is all of y'all.
9: No, this no. This is no. all of y'all. Who is
14: y'all? y'all? little problem. No, no. What problem? <laughs> problem. Uh, y'all little problem. I will say things as a normal person and then y'all be like, oh, snap, here we go. That, that's, that's not what y'all happened y'all at all. That is what I just that said. Is, what you said, you, you said, you said, ooh, if Zoom if Zoom came on like that, I'd call <laughs> it in Zoom just to push record. Like that's exactly what you said. But that is how, exactly what you said. It's how you said it. So for the recording, why don't you go ahead and say it? Go ahead, Delvin. But what? you say it? Yeah, go ahead and tell me how I said it so I can hear I, it. I, I, I can't I sound it. like that. <laughs> yes, cannot, you
9: can. Go ahead I, and try. I cannot sound like try that out. at all.
14: Try it out. You
9: you did this whole thing? Where like What is it? How how, how she say it again? What did
12: she say?
14: See, so I was like, this was before I just heard the thing. I said, how did she say? it?"
12: You are now being recorded.
14: Like, that's all I said.
9: That's all I said. Uh I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm staying quiet.
14: Well, you're not gonna be you're not gonna say anything because it's recording now. But you will tell me. (laughs) (laughs) It's
9: not recording because I want to know. She said Tara said it in this (laughs) sultry way. And I was about to give her all the money. (laughs) Just do what you wanna do.
14: I I wasn't even trying to be sultry though. Like I was really just saying it regularly. And that's the problem. You announced record it. No, it's not because y'all in y'all minds. That's the problem. What's what the minds? problem? I I was being normal and using my normal voice, and here y'all go. Tara's talking so you No, I wasn't. I was talking regular. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
14: that's your regular. And then she came. Then she came on and she was like, "You are now being recorded." That's she how saw, she said
9: she, it. When she came on, she sounded bad white, <laughs> like. <laughs> like she was gonna my ask me about my about my taxes or something. You didn't sound like that.
14: <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'm just like, anyway, this is like a, I, I I think about these things when I dial in the places and I have to listen to their phone trees and stuff. It's like I wonder why did that person go in that direction with the voice. Like I think about stuff like that cuz it's just curious to me cuz you have to make a choice when you're recording okay. those things. So like this person that did the little recording thing, why did they go that way? That's a good point. I wonder if uh I wonder if Zoom gave them direction like no, when you say it, we need you to be up here a higher frequency. And there are specific reasons why it is better for phones um because some people that have difficulty hearing. It's usually a little bit easier for them to hear higher pitches sometimes, as opposed to like lower registers. So That's a good point. It, so it can help. But yeah, like all of that, it's fun stuff. But we're not talking about voice acting and voiceover work today. What are well, we talking about no, today? No, no, before no, before, we, before no,
9: we before we before what? we get that, I just thought about something.
14: About to do a bomb introduction, man.
12: And you
9: okay. okay. Okay, okay, before we uh, before we get to that, before we get to your bomb introduction, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Have you ever thought about working at like movie phone? You might be really good at that.
14: Oh, a movie phone? Um, no, I never thought about movie phone. Like, like, like you telling people like, hey,
9: Black Adam stars in like 30 minutes, <laughs> go buy your tickets or whatever they say at movie phone, you might kill it at that.
14: <laughs> no I never I actually never thought about um never thought about movie phone I used to think about like general voiceover work for like phone stuff but movie phone specifically no
9: I'm trying to think um, of what you'd be good at you'd probably be good at Verizon Verizon would be good you'd be good at it. what's the um I'm trying to think of all the phone people they have like um
12: do ATT and t have a phone person I don't know I don't know. I've never called them. So I have no idea. I
14: don't. But sometimes those things are really intensive because you have to think, they have to say all of the different options that are available through whatever phone tree that company wants them to do. Sometimes they have multiple phone trees for different phone numbers. Yes. So, you know, they're in the booth doing like, Hi, thanks for calling Verizon. God, it it, like all that stuff. That was really <laughs> close to what they said. Like. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Whoa, that was eerily close. So, look, it's so generic. It, it's just a generic, you know, like a generic, like a receptionist type thing. You know, like back in the day where they have somebody sitting in the chair, you know, in the in their office. And they wanted somebody to welcome them. So that's what the the voice the the voice actors are doing when they're doing that phone work is you know, they're the receptionist, they're the person that's supposed to be inviting whoever's calling, you know, to hopefully listen long enough to hear the option to push the right option, you know. <laughs> do that. So um, so yeah, so there's a, a phone, a phone tree voice that I think people generally adapt. And then depending on the company, they might let the voice actor go into some different directions. Um, I mean, they're not going to like go really wild with it and just, like, do something completely <laughs> antithetical to what the company represents. Like, they're not going to do that. Yes. But um, but there are, it's like a, a small little range where you have some wiggle room in, but you know there is wiggle room for you to um to kind of do what you want so you can go high or like bodies auto body shops and stuff like sometimes you're like hi thanks for calling Jim Hendrix collision where we like it's really it's like it. it's, it's the funniest thing it's the funniest
9: I, I have an idea <laughs>
14: now, you don't oh, have God. to agree
9: to this. you don't have to agree to this
11: but you should agree to this I have two words for you. Frosted Flakes. Tony Frost. the Tiger, get
12: a little old. Maybe Frosted we can replace fr- Tony. You really said Frosted Flakes? Yes! Oh,
14: my gosh.
9: <laughs> Terror the Tiger. There we go. See, it works! It works! <laughs> oh, my gosh.
12: oh, my gosh. It works perfectly. I'm not agreeing to that. Why not? I'm not agreeing to I'm you trying know. to get you the bag.
14: Frosted Say, flakes, yes, I mean I need to know, so it depends, it depends, like you can't just be willingly really, really going with all these different companies. I need to know what frosted flakes and Kelloggs and like, what they're involved in as far as cereal you know, like their worker <laughs> you no, know, like their worker situation and stuff, and are they like who who does Kelloggs get their support from? like I don't want to just be involved with any old body doing now, stuff. Now,
9: see, now just I see that because fix- of the bag. I got to figure all that out. That's a lot to figure out. I was just yeah, trying to get you to say they're is. great, like Tony the Tiger says. They're great.
14: See, you got, you got to do now. that. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Can you even yeah. do this on the podcast? Like, are they going to like copyright strike you for saying?
9: <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe they will. <laughs> Maybe I did it. Maybe I did a little too good a job at it. <laughs> like, yeah. did he? Did he just bring in Tony the Tiger?
14: <laughs> yeah.
13: Oh my goodness.
14: Now you got to, like, I don't know, you got to do, like, the, the generic version, the bootleg version of "Toby the Tiger. I don't even know what that sounds like, but you're going to have to, like, when you go back to edit, you got to do the generic version over what you just did. Gotta, they're to come after you.
9: Probably say something different, like, they're delicious.
14: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it. Is. <laughs> Dude, listen, you gotta, you gotta do something with the D. You gotta do that. You gotta yeah. do
11: that. Delicious.
9: <laughs> I used to love that cereal. It, you know, you only had forty five oh seconds to eat it. Just forty five seconds. You if you waited past forty five seconds, that was soggy as hell. forty five.
14: That's that's a long time. That's a long time. I was thinking like half a minute maybe. You know, like only thirty seconds, because as soon as that milk hits, those little flakes be like, <laughs> it's over."
9: That is it's true. Over. Sooner than it hit. Sooner than it hit milk. <laughs> I I remember. See, we probably doing a podcast, but we can tell the story. <laughs> I remember growing up, <laughs> and my cousin, God bless his soul, used to put soda in his cereal
14: why would he do that
9: and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my
14: life like what now, are you it, doing now I will I will ask did he have a choice because some people don't have a choice did he yes! have a
11: choice
14: I was there Uh-oh. I was why eating was he cereal with that? milk
9: <laughs> he <was eating> with <laughs> soda like, dude had like a two liter of Pepsi
14: putting it in the cereal like what are you doing
6: like, no, like, oh it was, my goodness yeah, that like, was the
14: thing. That's a whole bunch of sugar because the old, the old frosted flakes. It was yes. just, all the sugar couldn't even stay on those flakes. They would just be falling. The little, the little sugar, the little sugar cubes yeah, falling the, off. "Quote falling unquote on sugar." The table. I'm not
9: even sure what that was. That was like in the oh. the old frosted flakes was like no, in the no. '80s. Ain't no telling what they put in that. <laughs> <laughs> And don't no tell it no what Tony the tiger was putting in his cereal back then. Mm-hmm. I
14: don't know Not gonna comment on that, just gonna let that go. <laughs> <laughs>